everybody. Welcome into Systems Wild. We're so happy that you're here listening to us and uh, we're excited to be telling you a story today. Just uh, we're going to go around the table and do some reminders since it's been a second since we've been uh, playing some D&D. We're just going to give you guys some reminders of our characters, our classes and races. And yeah, I'll, I'll start. I play, uh, I play Shepard and he is an armor artificer um, and he is an ASMR as his race. Um, excellent. And I'll just pass it this way around the table. But what's your name? Yeah, what's oh, your my name, name is man? Jamie. Sorry. That, that's <laughs> clean. My bad. Your, nice. your, your, your God-given Christian name my is God Shepard. My God-given Christian name face, is Shepard. Face turns red immediately. <laughs> Passing it along to Tori. Uh, I'm Tori. Uh, I play Valnora, who is a warlock tiefling, the probably one of the most traumatized one in the group. I'm going to give it off to Maxwell. Well, I don't know about the most traumatized. I said one of the most. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Maxwell, and I'm going to be playing Tobias, who is a human barbarian. And I'm going to now pass it along to Gavin. I'm just going to go ahead and pass it along. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Gavin. I play uh, Dimitri Calhoun. I am an Arakaka ranger of the people. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And you, you proud of that? I'm very I'm proud of that. He's not. He's not proud of that at all. I am, though. <laughs> Got that folk hero background. You oh, know? Yeah. Yes, sir. And uh, But I'll pass it on to Will. Go ahead. All right. Uh, my name is Will, and uh, for our D&D campaign, I'm playing Damien Saval, the Spring Aladrin, Oath of the Ancients Paladin. The Feywild. Damien Saval. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nerd. Yeah. All right, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and hi, I'm Alex. I am your dungeon master for this uh, Dungeons & Dragons campaign. A freaking awesome host. And what a lovely dungeon master he is. Lovely. Right. Thank Alex. you. I'm, I, I, it's been a long day. It's been a long day, and I've been looking forward to this, hopping back into Dungeons & Dragons, getting a caravan going. This is the most random encounter tables I have ever created, Uh, as in one. uh, Hit us with that RNG, baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, And thank you, listeners, for sticking with us. Not if this is your first time listening, you know, you can hop on in. We're about to get started with our big you know, a caravan episode, but if not, we're in episode three of our Dungeons and Dragons campaign. We just went through a whole month of going through a whole other system of Call of Cthulhu. Uh, and we're going to finish up that episode for this month. We will be going back to Dungeons and Dragons, uh, because we love the stories we're talking about. And this is our season long campaign that we're going to be doing. It's going to be a fun time. Are you guys excited? Yes. I'm yes. so excited. I, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> also, we were all feeding for level three. So. I think we should turn this into a thing. Anytime Alex is speaking to the like listeners, we should just like goof mess, around. Just goof around Quietly. silently. See if we can see mess him up. Yeah, try to make him laugh. Break. Yeah, from, oh his, from his <laughs> iron perfect. We're going to make what is, you crack. What is, that, what is that TikTok <laughs> thing where they're like getting people to back off their stroke in golf or whatever? What? Oh what? yeah, they'll yeah. say you look like you teach like uh, yoga to like middle-aged moms or something yeah. like that at Coachella. <laughs> like we could just do that to Alex the entire time he's talking. LOL. All right, all right. Well, we're ready to go. I'm, re- I'm ready. Let's wrap. Let I'm us enter ready. the world of Plyus again on the continent Ooh. of Forterre and all of these other nerdy things as we fade into the world. Let me get out the didgeridoo. Welcome back, gang. 
last time we met about Dungeons and Dragons, a lot happened. <laughs> a lot of emotional stuff happened. Yeah. Yep. Emotional uh, damage. <laughs> we went through an entire fight slash deep dive into the psyche that is Tobias. Uh and everyone learned his dirty little secret, the fact that he is possessed by a demon for as long as he can remember. Uh, Shepard did help bring him back from this sort of possessed state using the power of friendship. And you all continue. And the Lord Ruidius. And the Lord Ruidius, that is correct. Ruidius. Are you trying to build a following? IAS. Yeah. For all my critical role people out there trying to get trying yeah. to build Not a Ruidus. <laughs> this thing is in terms of trademark and in terms of copyright, individual and distinct of its own. But you all continued deeper into the cave after a little bit of tensions were released, some more milk was drank, as you all met Roth the Boulder, who was trying to fade away into sediment. He just wanted to die in the river. Roth was great. Eventually you all made your, you managed to make a deal with him where as long as he stayed on the button to let you guys pass through this mysterious wooden gate, then you would fully let him just hop back in the river and fade into sediment. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But you all eventually made your way deeper beyond the gate and found a very fanciful, cozy study of sorts. And through some investigating, found a basin that was underneath a moonlit window that spoke to you guys and claimed to be someone called the Moonlit King, which led Damien's alert sensors all well, all over the place. Damien was on high alert after yeah. hearing that. And after much discussion of potentially even leaving Barry Bonaventure to wherever he was, uh, you all decided to, at the very least, play the Moonlit King's game enough to pass on. But some of you guys couldn't quite let go of the fact that the mm -hmm. Moonlit King knew a lot. Yes, some of us. And some of you played a little bit too far into the game. Uh, and Tobias ended up making a deal with the Moonlit King where he would get an extra question if he broke the basin, which he asked his question and then broke the basin and set the Moonlit King free mm -hmm. uh, to do whatever he wanted to do in the material plane now, it seems. This is becoming a bad habit of Tobias. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, <laughs> just making deals with very powerful beings and deities and it going so horribly wrong. Has he done that before? Yes, with the Well, the, he did reveal that what? you didn't make the deal. Oh, but that's someone right, made that's the right. deal and didn't want to Passed suffer the consequences. Yeah, 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 yeah. The what? You made a deal with the what? The, I don't know. We we gotta find out. I know, but no one. You're else giving away Matt, so much right now. The Matt Damon. Mm. That's Matt, right. The Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> That's what we're gonna call this demon. <laughs> is Matt Damon. Uh, TM TM TM. So after Tobias shattered the basin, he also shattered whatever potential friendship there could be between Damien Tobias and Tobias. It seems. I'll say he cracked it. He didn't shatter it, <laughs> but you know he's he's got to put some lacquer in there or something to kind of get those those crack sealed yeah, we'll, up again we'll, we'll see so finally you all made your way deeper into the cave uh finally into the final chamber it seems where you ran into barry bonaventure and promptly very aggressively played bad cop bad cop all around <laughs> all bad cops except for shepherd uh well i i kind of threatened his life so. very true all bad cops all, bad cops. all around was bad like cop medium cop uh where eventually barry bonaventure 
revealed that many years ago, one of his other sisters, Bella Bonaventure, perished on the rocks by the seaside. And he just couldn't go on the caravan without her. Couldn't leave a whole year with her stuck at her gravesite. And seemingly the spirit of Bella Bonaventure that was tied to and bound to a ring that is now tied around Barry's neck, seemingly either temporarily or is currently halfway possessing Barry and kind of spoke to you guys in an eerie way. Mm. Mm. So we'll see what happens with that. But quickly, Barry made you guys all promise to not speak any of this to Bonnie Bonaventure because he doesn't know how he's going to broach the topic. Bonnie does not know that Bella's spirit has not been able to pass on. And because of that, it could be make or break for however the situation could possibly be resolved. If it doesn't look like uh, things could be resolved. Mm. So after making guys all promise that, you all eventually left or began to left leave the seaside caves. Uh, Damien and Shepard had a wonderful, loving conversation uh, before Damien was the last one to leave the room and saw a very sinister shadow form for a brief moment on the wall, seemingly the Moonlit King just reminding him he's got an eye on you and he's got an eye on everything that happens. Under the moonlight. So, are we all ready? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, without further ado, we begin. As you guys continue to make your way winding back through the caves, you find the section of the cave system that you walked through that where where the fancy room once was is completely gone. It is just a straightaway through. And as you continue to pass all on, into the opened area where the river sort of bends underneath. You see that the chain is still in the river right now. Val Nora pays no mind to it. Okay. I have a quick question. I know you said it at the top of the show, but did we make a deal that we would just let him do that? I thought we said that we would free him. Free him is a very open interpretation. I guess that's true. (laughs) All he wanted to do was die, and you guys just said, hey, from my understanding... You said, hey, just sit on this thing until we get through, and then you can do whatever you want. Gotcha. I just want to make sure. I'll wander over to the river. <laughs> get down on my knees and uh, just like close my eyes and like wave my hand over the water and just murmur some private stuff and then Aww. walk away. You do look into the river, and you see that the chain goes deeper and deeper down. And as you kind of wave your hand over, you see that the chain is broken at the end, essentially. Oh. oh, he did get out. And I'll sort of like nod to myself. Be like, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Damien will uh, look you at the water dog. and just like start walking and go, that'll do rock. That'll, <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> awesome. That'll do boulder. <laughs> all right. As you all continue to make your way past where you met Rolf, you all pass by the entrance of the cave and the initial... Uh, hallway where tobias completely snapped uh and was overtaken by the demon that he was possessed by can i just say where tobias is in the in relation to everybody because he would be i think like lagging behind kind of like moping and like just being sad about making damien upset because he didn't mean to and he's just kind of gonna keep his distance from the rest of you guys are 
Shepard and I still behind everybody? That's what I was about to say. So if if you're trying to lag behind, you feel as Shepard passes by you initially, and then Damien's just behind you. Oh, man. I'll, um... You gotta shoulder check me. (laughs) Well, (laughs) pushing the water. No. um, No. (laughs) no, Considering the conversation that Shepard and I, like, had on on the way out, where I was like, hey, if, if you could talk to um Tobias for me I'm not gonna say anything but as I walk by um I like Shepard goes before me and then uh I'm I'm just gonna go by and I'm gonna give him like a hearty pat on the back not say anything not look at him and just keep going that that like initial like jolt of someone hitting me just like oh, kind of gives me a spook and I didn't I mean look, to tip you off no it's okay no no, no, no I don't think that's gonna do it but uh, I look over and Tobias is very shocked to see that it was oh. you yeah. That did that. So it's like a huh. What? <laughs> huh? Yeah, he'll, he'll just keep on going after that. Mm. Wonderful little moment there as you guys all continue. I'm not going to make y'all roll uh, for this just because let's just get going. Keep guys. on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Uh, as you all begin to make your way towards the beaches and back towards the town, the floor is now yours specifically of is there anything you guys would like to do? Before you leave Nova Cove, Jamie, is there a place I could purchase heavy armor? <laughs> the blacksmith, go go see your blacksmith lady. Can I go see my blacksmith uh, orc wife. She's on blacksmith. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't she an elf? elf? She was half orc. She was. I thought she was a dwarf. No, I'm pretty she sure a she's a she was a buff elf. She is a uh, wood elf. There it is. And issue some flavor. Tall, of real buff, real tan, covered in scars. I think her name is Annan, correct? That's correct. Annan. Yeah. That's correct. So Which Can I go ask her? You can absolutely stop by the Tide Forge uh, on I your way up. Give her a kiss goodbye, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you had one interaction with her. That's <laughs> very Is she going to want to kiss you? <laughs> well, this is the first time anyone's we'll like, ever flirted with me. So I think I, I'm joking about it, but Shepard's probably fully like. I don't know that she flirted, but okay. <laughs> I feel like she gave be me like... a dagger after I healed her, her longtime scar. I feel yeah, like it's just repayment, my guess. So Shepard would like to visit an inn at the Tide Forge. Is there anything anybody else would like to do? Sweet. Yes, Damien. I would like to visit Ariana before I leave. All right, all right. <laughs> not so. for a different reason. We're all just saying by <laughs> the way. I'm not a horn dog. She was nice to me, okay? Anything else in town for our other three? I would like to go to the caravans now. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. <laughs> Can, can you say that one more time? <laughs> you would like to you like to get this story on the road. I would like yeah. to go. Yeah, let's get out yeah. of the, get out of the small town. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. With, I got um, I got a mission to go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Velnora so we can get this show on the road as well. But mostly because I just want to get away from Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dimitri is gonna like. He would fly like he's gonna fly above the town and just kind of like circle. The mm-hmm. three locations, like always, like a yeah. vulture. Yeah, the three. Well, he's gonna circle the three locations, just like in case, in like, case something. One happens. of you guys like screams or like calls yeah. out or something. Like at least, at least he can hear it. You know. Okay. All, All right. right. So uh, we'll go point of order for scenes as uh, everyone semi splits off. But first off, as you guys make your way to the beach, Shepard, as you have this thought in your mind of gotta visit the tide forge gonna go you know speak to and confess your love to her get married have five babies all this kind of stuff <laughs> how'd you know <laughs> five? only exactly. five yeah exactly with you, your number of siblings you look up and see that there is a figure down on the beach a little bit closer halfway to the docks and you see a uh sort of 
in the sand for a little bit, just kind of sitting back and staring at the waves. I like, I like really quick, like look to Tobias before we all separate and be like, Hey, can I have that? Can I have my dagger back for like just a little bit? You, you want, you want what? The dagger I gave you. The da- you get, oh. because, because she gave it to me and I don't want to think I lost it. Uh, oh, sh- and I, Tobias looks over at, um, and sees, what's her name? Anin. Anin. And is like, okay, I'm going to be a good wingman and handsome, but I, awesome. yeah. Thanks. And I like tuck it into like a, a strap on the oh, armor, oh, like oh, right up front. Oh, hold on one second. Before you go, before you go. Um, and I reach into my bag. Take a sip of this. <laughs> it'll, lo- it'll loosen you up a little bit. And I will. I'll, I'll take the bottle, like throw back a sip and hand it there back. There you go. I, what's your I reaction wanna... to that? Uh, he's probably like. Like was super dramatic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it burns. Yeah, that hurt. How do you, all right. All right. Kid, right. like... how do you feel? You feel? The... I feel all right. Yeah, you feel. You feel relaxed. I. I don't know about that. Okay. Well, here. Maybe you should have another. Sip. No, I, I, I think that's all right. That's all right. All right. I, I know that you've already been stopped, but I do. You guys like all hyping me up, like fixing <laughs> my hair. I got something too, so you go ahead. <laughs> I think Dimitri's gonna like look at you and like like he's gonna place his hand on your shoulder to, get you to turn around. And when he does, he's going to, like, flare his wings out and all that. And just be like, show it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> show well, off he's, not gonna, he's not going to say that. But right. that's, that's the point. No, D- Damien will kind of pull him aside and just go, okay. I don't know how many women they've courted. Uh, but, you that know, it was kind of my job as a as a nobleman's son. But uh, here you go. And I'm going to druid craft up a flower for you. Like, just like a woodland oh, flower. nice. Tuck it into your shirt there. Yo. Yes. Just give him a pat on the back that and was- say, uh, <laughs> Getting tiger, and then I'm gonna go off to. You're gonna diver slaps him on the ass. <laughs> Good game, bud. Jamie is like tearing up at the table. That's so sweet. The boys hyping me up. He'll like look to Valnora and be like, <laughs> Valnora doesn't want you to go through with no, it. She, she just kind of stands there with her arms crossed. She's like, what? Way to put her on spot. Love you. And then just turn around Aww. and, and uh, start to walk towards it. Oh, I love Shepard. She just starts tearing up. No, He's such a wholesome boy. Put on a. Good old fashioned lover boy. You were like, As he's walking off, I'm just going to mutter myself, he's going to choke. <laughs> it's probably true, but we'll, give it his best we'll shot. find out. So you approach an inn at broad shoulders, buff, uh, dark oaken skin, uh, short buzzed uh, auburn hair on the sides, covered in scars and. Uh, from burns, old burns from the Tide Forge, and all this heavy breathing going on at the table. <laughs> Move, on, Move on, woman. Move on. Keep it going. Crack a window open, Alex. It is hot in here. Oh gosh, Alex. Uh, uh, we need to talk later. <laughs> Make a perception check for me. All right. That is a twenty. Unnatural. Unnatural oh, twenty. Okay. Oh wow. You Very see, 20. she's got her bags with her. Keep it going. Is she coming? And she, you <laughs> see, like, she's got her bags with her bags off to and her side. I like quicken my step a little bit. Oh, oh my god! Uh, is she? Is she sitting? Correct. Yeah, she's just sitting, watching the waves come in and see. I like. The ships I like in. keep going and like look down at the flower and like think about the alcohol I just got and like Dimitri like telling me to you know show off a little bit, and be like all right, and like slow down a little bit, make it a little more casual. She probably saw all of this. It was just even brown, funnier. Brown, brown, uh, but just uh, uh, kind of get within like five feet of her and be like, uh, hey, Anand, do you mind if I sit sit with you? She just turns and looks and just, oh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, awesome. Uh, all right. And then, uh, I mean, 
He'll be kind of brave about it. I think he'll sit like right next to her. All right. Like, uh, shoulder to shoulder almost. Bold. As you sit down next to her, you see that she's kind of just picking at some of the sand and just kind of looking out at the waves, just thinking. You seem um, a little bit uh, distant. Is everything all right? Yeah, I'm just just thinking. Well, are you? And she turns and looks to you and she goes, You look beat to oh, get out. Um, are you okay? Uh, yeah, I mean, I won't bore you with the details, but yeah, everything's fine. H- how are you? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, I, I don't know if I should. It's just a big decision to make, you know. Are you trying to decide if you should come to the caravan or, or leave town or, or if there's anything I could do to help, I'd love to support you. I mean, I, I, I think the caravan's a little too rich for my blood. I don't know. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't exactly have a hundred gold to just throw about. Right. Uh, I, I might actually. Wait, so, sorry, you, you were saying. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, okay, uh, but it it has been a sort of dream of mine of sorts to at least see, you know. I've, I've, have, I've only really known Novakov and the forest, and that's really about it. But then I got the injury, but then you helped me, and I I don't know. I just And she looks back out to see the ships coming in, some ships leaving, some ships getting ready to leave. Are you... I understand. Leaving home is hard, and leaving everything you know, and going somewhere unfamiliar, even though it's it, it's what you're supposed to do. I know it's hard, and I get it. And um, I think wherever you go and whatever you choose to do, you'll be great. You know stuff. You know stuff about the world. Uh, a little, yeah. Um, is it fun out there? <laughs> it's everything I hoped it would be. All right. I guess I'm going. And you see how she kind of picks up her stuff and everything and just goes, where are you going? Um, well, joining the caravan. I'm on a mission of sorts to head to the uh, kingdom of Thessal. But um, will I see you again? Make a persuasion check for me. Mm-hmm. With wow. advantage as you are kind of oh, been wow. hyped up by your crew. That is a 19. 19. All right. The boys. <laughs> the boys. The boys are back. Oh, no, a contested roll. <clears throat> you see as she takes a moment and goes, so you said you might have 100 gold? No. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be a burden, but... Um, well, you could pay us back with some armor or weapons, perhaps. I kind of like that deal. Um, I don't know if I could stay through the caravan the whole time, but if you've got the hundred gold, I mean, why let it go to waste? And I, I think that'd be a pretty fair trade. I don't think anyone in the group would be against that. Um, yeah, I think we can make it happen. Oh, wonderful! So you're like you like the leader for this group? <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not even close. No, but oh. um, I, I think I'm at this point the only one who's universally liked. Um, Oh, uh, there's some feuding going on there were some problems in the caves oh okay um, um, two of them seem kind of distant and then two of them want to be distant from each other a lot probably uh, but I like all of them I think they're pretty cool I think you'll like them they seem very interesting oh they're, they're so interesting you wouldn't believe the stories and things that they've told me people are so interesting I love it yeah 
Maybe you'll have to tell me some sometime. Well, I mean, I'd have to ask for their permission first because it's their personal and private information. I, I don't know if they'd really appreciate if I just gave it out freely. But, yeah. All right. So let's see about that 100 gold. I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, all right. Awesome. Uh, I, I guess I'll meet you later. I'm going to go uh, see if I can uh, uh, find one of my friends. Sure, sure, and I'll uh, gather my things. I, I, I kind of prepared for going on the ship, maybe. But if if I'm going on the caravan, then I need to prep a little bit more. Uh, and of course, uh, she... uh, before you go, do you have any heavy armor on hand? Uh, on hand, uh, I mean, yes, but also, aren't we supposed to be traveling light? Yeah, I'm just going to strap it on. Don't worry, it won't be too uh, heavy for me. Uh, I'm very okay. strong. Yeah, sure. I, I can, I can fix some. I, uh, we can get some measurements before you go, and I can see what best fits you. Great, thank you. And she burr, 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 goes burr. off. The second she turns around, Shepard does like a heel click. <laughs> make, <laughs> he literally just jumps in this bellhop. Make a perception check for me as you kind of go back to the group. <clears throat> I am crushing the rules. This is 21. Where are these in combat, my guy? I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. I literally can't do combat to save my life, but when it comes to roleplay, I'm like, nat 20, 21, 23. As you uh, are rushing back to the group, you can't help but see out of the side of your eye that as she goes up the path, she takes a moment before rounding the corner to look back at you and then goes back up. Oh, my God. I I hope to God she's a villain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I want to break his heart. That's the point, Tori. (laughs) Would you guys have broken off yet? Or would you guys? I I headed to Ariane's after I said, you're going to choke. And then, (laughs) okay, awesome. Yeah, I'm already flying. Uh, Valnora have also. Yeah, left. I think you yeah, went to the we caravan, have. right? Yeah, yeah we're, and we're, you're flying. we're ready to leave. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm done. I just want to. Go. I want to leave this place. <laughs> I probably signal to you to fly down for some like info real quick. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll, I'll like see it and kind of like like maintain like where I'm at at the moment for a minute. Like not <laughs> maintaining ign- altitude, cruising <laughs> altitude. Yeah. <laughs> not like ignore, but like just take a second to respond. Like, anyways, and then he'll come down. Cool. Yeah. It'd be like, uh, hey. So, uh, he like, like. Up nods. So went really well. I didn't even have to show her that I have wings. So that was great. And also, she, uh, I, I told her that we'd pay for her to come with the caravan since we still have an extra like 215 gold pieces left over or something like that. And she said in return, she'll make us like free armor and, and weapons. So all you have to do is just throw in just like a couple of gold pieces. Just, just toss it in. It won't be that much. It's like, eight or nine gold pieces a person i'll pay i'll pay 70 i'll i'll go all in on it and then everyone else can just throw in what they're comfortable with he like at first he had this very like proud look on his face because he's like proud of you and like as soon as you go like all you have to do is drop in a few gold pieces his his face drops and it's like 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 he's glaring at you a little <laughs> bit and then he like kind of like chuckles and pats you on the back and then hands you like nine gold pieces. Perfect. So you're at 79 total. No, at 79 total. As you guys continue up to the city proper of Nova Cove, we flash over to the dive right in. As Damien, you enter the establishment, you see that it is empty as it always is, as mm. everyone in Nova Cove kind of has a home that they can live in or slash shop or whatever. <laughs> uh, and you see that there is no one in right now. Oh, is there a bell on the desk? Perhaps <laughs> there is not. 
Okay. Um, in that case, when he walks in, uh, I think Damien will just announce himself. Go, um, Ariana, are you here? Be in there in just a second. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and he'll kind of just go to the bar area and uh, just take a seat and wait. What is your passive perception? That is an excellent question, my friend. Thirteen. You feel like you're being watched. Oh, as oh. a little bit of frost forms on the back of your neck you turn around and see a small little boy on the edge of the stairs kind of peeking out staring you down so so i do notice him then yes you do okay D- damien will kind of like sit there and uh he'll, he'll like look over at, at him out of the corner of his eye um and then kind of just gesture with his head to come on over okay as you kind of gesture uh you look back up to the bar for a moment and then you look again and you see that he's right next to you oh Oh, wow. Uh, hey there. Hey, Brad. How you doing? Good. Good? Yeah. Since last time I saw you? Yeah. Staying out of trouble? You're taking a little long to answer that. I don't think that's... Don't yeah. Think... Okay, well, you're not running away anymore, are you? You see as he just smiles. Buddy. <laughs> you know, your mom was really scared last time that you left. Yeah. Yeah, do me a favor. Look, your mom's been really nice to all of us. And uh, if you could, just try not to trouble her too much, okay? Okay. I appreciate it, bud. Uh, and then he'll he'll even uh, druid craft up like a little uh, crown of like, uh, I can't remember the name of the leaf. Um, what's the best? You know the tree stars from uh, <laughs> Land Before Time. Yes. Makes a little <laughs> crown of leaves out of that um, for him. And like kind of like, ties it up a little bit into mm-hmm. a nice little braid and plops on top of his head. Make a insight check for oh, me. Oh, okay. To see to how see your words vibe. have impacted it. Mm. Good thing I'm kind of okay at that. Uh, 11. Seems like he's going to be good. You mm. kind of look <laughs> and you see that uh, his uh, cloak is actually kind of new, so it, he must be do- he must be kind of being good if his yeah. mom went out and bought him a cloak. Uh <laughs> And you see as he you place the thing on his head, he just puts the hood over uh, and you hear from the uh, from the other side. All right, I'm coming over. And you look and as soon as you turn back, he's gone. Oh, gosh. That is a stealthy little bugger. Oh, my gosh. Stealth 100. <laughs> as uh, you turn back a little freaked out, uh, you turn and see Ariana Boulder down, big curly hair, uh, just sort of let down. Uh, as she is, comes out and just goes, yes, uh, how can I help you? Uh, and you see, yeah, she is covered in flour and sugar, and she's covered in baking uh, frenzy, essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maelstrom of baking materials. Um, Damien, he'll, he'll, he'll lighten up when he sees her and goes, oh, Ariana, it's, it's really good to see you. Um, I, I just want to let you know, you know, we are heading out today. So oh, yeah, I, I heard, I heard. I, I was I was cooking something a little bit. I had a little bit of a farewell uh, oh. surprise, but don't tell anybody. Uh, my lips are sealed but yeah anything i can help you before you leave or well you know i i did feel bad about um the whole magician guy uh leaving without paying so i was gonna ask uh how much his room was oh his room was like a silver piece of night i'll i'll give her two gold oh, oh, i'll lay okay. him on the counter for uh, her thank you was... all right uh i guess i'll you, you know what this is a little bit much so here and she goes to the back a little bit you hear some <laughs> clinking and some clattering uh, a little bit of a oh, and uh, a quick catch 
before you okay she back comes there? out. Yeah, I'm fine. And she comes out with three big bottles of different types of milk. <laughs> yes. Oh. It, see, I'm very happy. The excitement of Will's face right now. I, I love milk, man. <laughs> uh, I'm milk guessing man? one of the bottles is that special rainbow-colored milk, right? Yes. Um, gonna make a mental note. Like, I'm gonna have some of that, but you know, that's that's gonna be emergency supply for big guy. Um, but, but yeah, Damien, his, his eyes just light. Oh, oh my god, or Ariana, this is too much. Oh, well, first off, uh, uh, thank you for calling me mom. Uh, did I say that? Yes, you did. When did I actually say mom? <laughs> yes, you did. I think you said Ari mom. Did I? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's embarrassing. No problem. No problem. You. <laughs> No problem. You you paid way more, so that there's plenty more where this came from. Uh, he saw the book and got lost. Well, he's he's, lost. he's listening, but like his his cheeks are be like as, as much as a green face can get red. <laughs> he he he's just kind of like grabbing the bridge of his nose. Like oh my god, I can't believe I said that. Quite literally got lost. She, she is Elvin book. though, right? Uh, half half Elvin. Reminds him of her reminds him of his mom probably so it kind of makes sense but yeah you. however you want to spin it well you go right ahead you know Whatever I made a mistake man safe. I'm gonna own it though <laughs> uh, and as she says uh, there's plenty more where that came from you are slightly reminded that the milk the more exotic spread and everything did have Feywild roots yeah essentially and she was being pretty coy about that. As I'm kind of like eyeing the bottles and like kind of thinking like oh god I got to ration this out you know how how much of this can I have a day, um, I I I I think Damien would kind of cock his head a bit and uh, just say, you know, this was all really weirdly familiar, if you get what I mean. Oh, what what, what, what and you see how she takes a moment and goes, yeah, uh, what you what are you talking about? This is exotic stuff. This came in from the ships. So you just got it from the ships. You don't know the actual source of where it came from. I mean, I assume from a creature of sorts. Can I make an insight check? Absolutely, <laughs> you can make an insight check. It's getting deep. Ooh, great. Dirty 20. Ooh. <laughs> DM's well, good got rolls tonight. Good now. rolls oh, tonight. Man. Everyone close your ears so they can hear the milk origins. <laughs> <laughs> the milk lore. Milk. <laughs> I mean, she's lying. Fully. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. She did not get it from the ships, it seems. Uh do with that what information you yeah. will I, I think he'll smile and get like return a coy look to her now and go okay he, he, he's not gonna press anymore um one more thing before i leave and he's gonna turn around um and uh she, she can see like probably like sparks sparks of like green light and almost sunlight uh like kind of reflecting from uh behind him as he's doing something and uh, he's gonna turn around and it's gonna be like a bouquet of flowers uh half of them being um, balloon flowers and the other ones being bluebells Huh. Yeah. Whoa. All right. And just kind of extend them out to her. Just a little goodbye gift, you know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, my my mom is really big into the flower language stuff. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I love these. I love these. And she gives them a smell or whatever, puts them in one of the empty milk bottles. That's how you do it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's doing the romance in someone before going off to war. Oh, he's not romancing, but he is showing appreciation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there anything you would like to do before you leave? Um, you know, I, I paid her. I did my little thing. Um, by the way, uh, Richard, he giving you trouble? Oh, you know that boy's always giving me trouble. But you know, I, I got an eye on him. He's okay. he, he's unfortunately take taking a liking to his mother. 
uh, <laughs> and I, I was a little bit of a scoundrel back in my day. Uh, with that 20 insight, mm-hmm. you see as she kind of reminisces that her eyes do flash a little bit. And in within the pupils of her eyes, there's a fl- quick flash of a crescent moon before... <laughs> Wait... I just saw Will's no jaw drop out of the corner of my eye. But not, not sinister, not no, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just a quick flash of a crescent moon, but you can't tell quite if that was the light or if that, but that was very much uh, like a shift before yeah. back, before she stops thinking about the past and just goes, yeah. Uh, but uh, but don't worry. I, I, I think that as soon as he gets that little bit of adventure out of him, uh, he'll be able to find what he really wants to do and maybe take over the, the end, you know? Well, you know, I... I I can't say I was any better when I was a kid. My mom had to wrangle me a lot. So uh, just if I had to give any advice, just be patient with him. <laughs> He'll come around. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I live by a uh, lovely rule that universe loves to provide consequences for everyone's actions, no matter how young or old. So I, I couldn't agree. As more. long as he can survive his, the consequences of his actions, who's to say, tell him what to do. When she says that he's going to think back to Tobias. <laughs> Um, and he's, he's, he's going to kind of look up a little bit wistfully too and say, yeah, yeah, I, I think it all kind of comes back to bite us in the end, but we'll make it. And we'll then, uh, he's, he's going to kind of stand up and dust himself off. And, uh, this might be a bit weird, but, uh, he'll, he'll put his arms up for a hug. See, as she looks at you, looks down at the bar that's between you guys. Oh, is she on the other side of it? Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, okay. As she goes, all right. And goes all the way behind the, from around the bar and oh. gives you a big <laughs> hug uh, mama bear hug big mama bear hug yeah D- Dam- damien's gonna kind of probably keep the hug a bit too long mm-hmm. and then get very embarrassed go uh well uh hi yeah i shouldn't leave the others waiting mm. so uh uh bye ari mom i mean Ar- ariana bye <laughs> <laughs> good recovery good wow. recovery, good recovery. Nice. i yeah. love that uh as you leave you think back to your interaction that you just had and there was a faint sort of not to say smell of yeah. her, like you, you smelled her, but <laughs> the irmista- ir- the unmistakable whiff? lingering effects of the Feywild, you could tell were radiating off of her. And mm. that's probably where your sort of mom yeah. confusions led of she just kind of gave off that vibe. <laughs> so listen, Ariana. I'm not a mama's boy. She just, she just gave the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damien, he'll, he'll kind of start heading out. Once he's at the door, though, he's, he's going to smile and do a little skip and a hop and then head to meet everybody else. There we go. And as you exit, you guys meet up with Shepard and Dimitri on your way over. What's going on, fellas? How did uh, how'd it go? It actually went really well. She wants to come in the caravan. Oh. Um, and I'm, I'm going to pay for it mostly, but uh, I'm taking donations. <laughs> For a good cause, uh, because I, um, obviously she needs a hundred to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you get something in return. She said she'd help us make armor and teach me how to make some more weapons and things. So, and she would do it for free since we're sponsoring her to come along. Of course, obviously I have personal interest involved here, but um, it would mean a lot to me if you chipped in, even if it's just... How much, he's going to catch off, how much more do you need, bud? Uh, I'm currently at 79 gold pieces. Obviously, I need 100, so I need 21 more. But I'm going to ask... I haven't even asked Tobias yet, and I did buy him a lot of drinks over the last couple of days. Damien's going to fork over the full 21. Nice. Uh, just tell her to 
Hook me up with some half plate. How about that? I, I could do that. Yeah. There we go. Oh, I'll get with her, but it needs to look like this. And then it's like, I, I've got a, I've got an appearance to uphold. Of course. Of course. Yeah, uh, and Shepard like starts to, I think he starts to tear up a little bit. He'll probably like go for a hug. Like, even if you're not ready for it, just like wrap his arms around you. Oh, he's like, just actually full on hug me and yeah. not offer it? No, just like uh, he would just lunge. He'll kind of keep hands up to the side for a bit before just kind of like chuckling and giving you a pat on the back. No, no problem, man. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Do you guys go meet up with the rest of everybody else? Yeah. Totes. All right. Everyone finally convenes <laughs> at the front of the Riptide Travel Agency. Valnora, Tobias, Barry has kind of chilled with you guys a little bit of just like, all right, let's get this over with. And as everyone finally convenes, you see as the sharing circle has not stopped. As everyone sees you all come up, you see as in the middle of the circle is Bonnie Bonaventure speaking sort of at the center of this group, helping vent a lot of things and finally has regained her composure. She's fixed a little bit of her hair and all that kind of stuff back into that tight, high blonde ponytail. Uh, As you all approach, you see as she locks eyes with Barry, you see as she just walks straight right inside the Riptide Travel Agency, but leaves the door open. And you all look to Barry and he just goes, give me like, give me like two. And you see, you hear a big crash in there as you hear stuff starting to be thrown around five minutes and he goes and walks in uh and closes the door behind and you hear shouting and a big old ruckus before eventually uh the doors open and you see as barry sort of sulking behind bonnie as bonnie approaches everyone has sheaths of paper all ready to go uh and she is wearing the brightest smile as she can as everyone she cut she gathers everyone around she just says thank you all so much for your patience and understanding uh, here at the riptide travel agency our core values are always excellence over expenses and as is the case throughout our journey we have been fortunate enough to have several sponsors who will aid us along with more people set to join us along with along with each major stop until we finally arrive at our destination of the great capital city of Thessal. Along our way, I have taken the initiative to coordinate not only a rotation schedule for scouting and watch throughout our trip, and you see as there's a slight groan through the audience, specifically from the Try, Try, Try guys and from uh, the Madam. I think Dimitri, at the mention of that, would get like big, like, I was built for this. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I was made for this thing. Yeah. It's like, I was made for this. But also, I've managed to schedule us enough time to explore each stop along the way, as well as arrive well before, a month before the coronation banquet to help maximize your enjoyment. Because of this, we do not have time for any dilly-dallies or oversleepers, so every day on the road from now on, you'll have one hour after sunrise to be ready to hit the road. Otherwise, I must assume that you decided to change your mind about this wonderful opportunity and left us in the night and... uh, it happens a lot more than you think. Uh, no refunds, by the way, from here on out. Uh, <laughs> but any Hoosiers, uh, our first leg will take us through the forest of the Julial, ending in the wonderful farming city of Willowdale. Any questions? Do you have a spare sheet of paper? I have spare maps and schedules for everybody. And she I mean, begins like to pass one more it. form? Oh, 
is there, is there, are we, uh, absolutely, I always have spares. And she gives out a spare. Just take it, start filling it out. There we go. Do you know her info? Nope. <laughs> it's like how you filled out Shepard's info, like, profession, nice guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. profession, Location, nice farm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Special <laughs> skills, gave me a free knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as you fill out that paper, she just goes, any other questions or anything? And you see as the madam sort of doesn't raise her hand, but pushes Fresnel forward uh, and passes him a note. And he just goes, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the madam would love to know it, if the schedule is mandatory for rotations and things like that. And before even finishing his phrase, Bonnie just snaps and goes, yes, it is mandatory. And you see as she looks to Barry and you and uh, Barry begins to pass out all of these schedules. You see that uh, Barry has been put on as many possible scouting and uh, watch shifts as he could possibly be without uh, actually making him loosely proper or like without killing him. Yeah. But mm-hmm. very much the schedule favors Barry over Bonnie. He's, he's working the 40 hours a week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he already looked tired all the time. And you can assume that this is the norm at this point. Barry messes up. Bonnie makes him pay for it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Bonnie, Bonnie. Yeah. So as you fill out this form and give it back, and she goes, oh, yes, and and for uh, late additions, it is an additional 100 gold. Awesome. Give me one moment. Just run, try and find her. Okay. As you run to the Tide Forge, you see as she is currently trying to pick between two scimitars, and she's looking and going, I don't know, but this one's it's very nice and but but this one I I've got the little bit of the razor edge and it's super cool, but and Hey, those are really cool. Quick question. Yes. How much money you got? Do I have I have like two twenty gold. Alright. Well, uh they said there's like a late fee. Which is like an additional hundred pieces. I just don't have that. And I just don't think I'm going to be able to get it. And I'll be I, honest with you. You don't have the hundred gold? I, I have a hundred, but they said it's going to be an extra hundred. I just don't think I have that. That was what I was talking about was the hundred gold. Oh, gather. oh, okay. Okay. Retcon all of that. then. I'll, I'll run together and be like, hurry up. Like it's time. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I just don't know what to pick. Uh, 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 what, what are these? What, what are, what you are see these? as she holds these two beautiful scimitars while yours has this like seafoam esque design, one of them has sort of like the rippling of smoke and embers coming up from one. Uh, and other one looks kind of like an interesting Damascus steel with like a slight razor's edge on the tip. It's a really difficult choice. Um, I like to make weapons. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what do they do? Uh, that they, might help. They caught things, and do them have any spells invoked to them or I know, abilities? I don't, I'm not that good. Uh, stop it! You're fantastic. No, 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 uh, uh, I like uh, the Damascus steel one, honestly. Oh, okay, um, all right. And you see, as she puts in a big chest that full of other swords, spears, helmets, armor pieces, everything, and locks it up, and just goes, "All right, I, I think I'm, I think I'm ready." All right, uh, let's go. I've got the money right here. All right. And she sheets it and goes, uh, thank you so much again for this. Uh, Let's go, I guess, on an adventure. Let's go. (laughs) All right. And she goes along with you. I'll back and then hand her the hundred. As soon as I get up there, I'll be like, here she is. All right, let's go. Uh, And then are you? 
are you joining us on the trip? Oh my, oh my gosh, oh my god! And you see as Anin just kind of also goes, yes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm joining you on the trip! And then you see as uh, Ariana comes up with a, a couple bundles of, ba- of pastries, sees Anin, sees Bonnie, and just kind of goes, are we all, go- are, are you both going on the trip? Are you both going on the trip? And you see as they all three kind of join together and like girl squeal and everything like that. Uh, very much a proud mama seeing her two daughters go off, it seems. Ariana uh, looks to Valnora. I can't stay long. I got to make sure that Richard uh, does not uh, wander off. Uh, so here, and she hands you two big bundles of... Uh, <clears throat> goods it seems oh uh, oh uh thank thank you she just kind of like just i don't know what to do with these uh you eat them over the course of the next several days i could i hope that that's good and also and she looks to tobias and uh pulls out a big uh glass of or jug of milk and hands it to you uh this, this is so unexpected uh, th- thank thank you you know what it's you, not it's not a medal of honor don't worry no, about you, it just, you, go, just no. go I I'm just like you have no idea what this means to me. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Uh, and I say, and he and he takes the cap off of it and he starts to take a sip of it. Back at Damien's head, he's like, "Cool, and I have to give him mine now." <laughs> <laughs> what is Tobias's new happiest memory? Oh, a new happy memory, not from the long, long past. <clears throat> oh man, from the last week. Oh, from the oh Ooh. man. Oh, mm. I would say. Honestly, it would probably be a memory where I felt very safe was the first time that I met Shepard. Just like me waking up and seeing him and then it I just immediately I, there was no I didn't feel any danger. I didn't feel like I was under any kind of attack or anything like that. I just felt very at home, I guess. When you drank the milk, you first appear back in what was your happiest memory, but back in the old, decrepit, shattered version, essentially, the grayscale version. Before a glow, you, there's a flash of glow of golden light before suddenly you're in this memory of waking up bleary-eyed. All of the colors of the world are on hypersaturation in this memory. As you see, simply Shepard reaching out a hand to help pick you up, and that's the memory you see this time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as you're done with I, that memory, I just—I imagine Tobias is very safe, and he's just very, a small smile, across swooning his face. over Shepard. Not swooning. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Like... With that, Ariana goes, "All right, all right, guys." Uh, Good luck, I guess. And she uh, goes off uh, back to her uh, inn, essentially. Uh, is there any other questions or anything before we begin Question to both the characters, but more importantly to you as players? Is there any questions about anything of before we're about to begin, before I give you guys the breakdown of what uh, we're going to do? So Valnora is actually... It, she she She... She puts the bags down, like, with a plop, and she's like, hey, Bonnie, by raising her hand. Yes, uh, you, the colorful one. Um, how long are we staying in Willowdale for? So, we will stay in each location for a week before we A week? Yes. A week. 
Yes, our sponsors, uh, we need to coordinate with them. So uh, I believe in Willowdale, our sponsor is giving us a couple of horses and carriages to help make the trip through the highlands a little bit easier. Uh, and our, the rest of our journey, honestly, even possible. Uh, but we will not be staying in the city proper. We will always stay on the outside edge. We will continue through this way, always on the outside edge of the cities, stopping wherever we go. We will stay a week, and then we will go. So Valnora's, like, like Bonnie's ranch just becomes, like, goes over her head. It's just kind of, like, background noise to her, and she's just, like, like breathing intently as she's saying that. And then she, like, snaps after she, Bonnie's done, and she's like, okay, that's all I need to know. Thank you. And then she just goes and picks up the bags of goods again. It's like the Kill Bill alarms in the background. Like, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> yep. And with all that said and done, are my players, are we ready to begin? Yes. Let's do the it. campaign. Three. <laughs> yes. Been ready, boy. Let's get been... totally tubular. I'm it's ready been... for a motion. No, I'm ready so for a motion. So before we begin the actual narrative of the caravan, I think it's important to go over what D&D has as their travel mechanics rules, and then also kind of what we're going to be doing for our group. So D&D rules is sort of real basic of there's X number of days, you set your travel pace, and you roll random encounters, and that's kind of it. There's plenty of random encounter tables in the Dungeon Master's Handbook, in the Monster Manual, all that kind of stuff. And while that's okay for most typical campaigns, a lot of other campaigns, they're more location-based of you don't worry about the travel, you worry about the sights and the sounds and locations of where you're going. Our campaign is not like that. Our campaign is going to be a lot more travel-focused, so I've kind of melded the random encounter aspect with also the story beats and locations, and so... Essentially, for our campaign, there's going to be different legs of the journey. Each leg of the journey will have a certain number of random encounters and a certain number of cuts in encounters where they're more over, more closer to a properly written uh, D&D session of sorts. It's almost like narrative cutscenes. Narrative cutscenes of sorts where you guys will still have agency and everything like that, but we kind of take a stop from looking at the grand big picture of travel to focus on a singular moment, essentially. Same thing with these random encounters. It's just moreover that it's a little bit more thought out in terms of a, from the DM's perspective instead of, oh, rolling a random table. Oh, you come across five goblins mm-hmm. that are in the road, rah, 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 that kind of stuff. It's like the, the players could almost kind of think of those as like story checkpoints. Yes, they're story checkpoints, yes. So there are a certain number of random encounters and a certain number of story checkpoints. For each random encounter, there will also be a survival role a survival check made by one of the party members will be a different person every time to help shake things up a little bit and that will determine the sort of not just the pace but the readiness of everyone as a group so rolling higher rolling better obviously will mean that your group is more ready for whatever events may come uh but rolling lower obviously means that it's you're not as ready. Maybe the weather's been bad. Maybe you guys had a couple bad nights of sleep in a row. Something like that. Uh, but this will be over the course of a couple of weeks for each random encounter roll. Depending on if you roll really good or really bad, then you could either add more random checks or subtract random checks. So 
we could in this episode go through the entire first leg or the next 15 episodes could all be one leg depending on how everybody rolls the table that we're going to be rolling these random encounters will be based off of the leg of the journey that you are in so for example the random encounters for this one will be a d12 and the content within will be all shaken shaken up and listeners this is where you guys will be able to step in eventually and be able to submit different encounters that the party could happen upon the caravan but i feel like that will be interesting to see come along and how could they submit if they wanted to submit something We'll post on the Twitter of what's up, but we'll also do in future episodes. But this is just a little bit of a teaser of sorts. We're going to be doing it probably by like end of year cool. uh, in our lovely little Christmas wrap up before we go on break. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, a little, little twit poll, a little twit longer, uh, whatever the term is. But uh, without further ado... down the main thoroughfare you see as the entire town stands by their front doors cheering you on as you begin your journey ariana boulder down waving from the dive right in you pass by the vacant tide forge as anin sort of looks takes a deep breath and joins you you pass by a waving roger of seabreeze curios And before you enter the woods, you get one final glimpse down at the path of the beach, where you remember somberly the mound that is the final resting place of the mysterious masked magician, Masquerade. Oddly enough, the only way you would have been able to take part in this adventure, it seems, as your deceased sponsor wishes you the last farewell from beyond the veil. You enter the tree line, and you can feel an air of excitement as you pass beyond the familiar territory of the clearing in the woods with the big tree and dive deeper beyond into the forest of the Julio. Who would like to make the first readiness check? Valnora, roll a survival check for me. And that's a d20? That's a d20, add your survival. I have a question while she's doing so. Yes. Is there a possible way where uh, Dimitri can, like, are we in a carriage? No. This is on foot. Oh, okay, never mind. You guys are getting carriages in Willowdale. Oh. Uh, that nice. is, I'm proficient in it. That is a 22. 22. Great pace. The weather is wonderful. Perfect. All of the days over the next week or two. As you continue through the forest of the Julia, there doesn't seem to be any present or aware dangers. Each night you all go to bed and take your rotations and things like that. Seemingly, Fernell, you guys notice sometimes, or is getting more and more tired with each passing night, as it seems that the madam is not taking part in any of her rotation duties. You all continue on. Now, Valnora, since you rolled the readiness check, I need you to roll a d12 for the random encounter. Dun, dun, dun. That was a. Yeah, I hit the walls on its side. Twelve. Huh. Twelve. Wow. <laughs> Where are these rolls in battle? <laughs> I know. Right now in the battlefield. 
Everyone roll a perception check for me. Yes, sir. And I just need to know who rolled the highest. Eight. Definitely 18. Seven. 16. His is higher than mine. He's the highest. So Damien. <laughs> <laughs> so Damien, you are the first one uh, to notice this as it is your turn in rotation to scout uh, for this day, essentially okay. ahead. You and Barry are sort of clearing the way through the forest and you naturally with your Eladrin steps are able to uh, sort of find the easiest path mm-hmm. through the forest before you see a figure sort of in the shadows in the path forward make their way just walking towards you guys. Uh, and I, I can just make out the shape of a figure, like a silhouette pretty much? Yeah, shape of a silhouette. You see that they're wearing some sort of sort of lumpy hat of sorts. Does Barry notice? Barry kind of is just looking and just clearing brush and walking through. I'm assuming I'm a bit ahead of ahead of him since he's like probably trudging. Yes. So I'll stop and then as he catches up, I'll just put my arm out and like stop him like at his chest. It's like, hey, yeah, you see that too, right? See what? Oh, uh, right over there, and I'll point it out to him so he can see. Hello there. And <laughs> you see, he calls out. Okay. The figure. <laughs> well, that backfired. Uh, classic Barry. <laughs> Quick point of order: Have we taken a long Coming rest of this point? Yes, okay. everyone's oh, taken okay. a long rest. Just this has been sure about a week and a half. You know, almost two weeks at this point. Gotcha. I just want to make sure for ability. You crushed that roll, by the way. Good job. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, yeah. Damien's obviously frustrated when he does things. Okay. Yeah. Damage is done. Um, stay right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Damien will start slowly heading towards this figure all right as you slowly head towards this figure you see that it was kind of uh walking towards you guys and then stopped and started working walking perpendicular and what's your passive perception 13 i believe 13 verify that you see as he walks over to a bush uh kind of like on the edge of the pathway and you see as he's walking he slowly gets shorter and shorter and shorter before he disappears behind a bush. I can't identify the bush though. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will. I, w- I want to go examine that bush then. Cause it make, okay. kind of makes me think there's like stairs or something behind it. You go behind the bush. Uh, I'm going to approach it slowly and cautiously first, but yeah. As you slowly approach and as you slowly approach and cautiously go to the bush, make a uh, stealth or perception check for me. Um, my stealth is higher. I'm going to go with that. That's a nine. Okay. Five plus four. Everyone sees everyone. Uh, as you <laughs> stealth slowly, you're checking, you're checking around behind this bush. And you turn around and see there are no stairs behind this bush. Mm-hmm. As you look up, you see a figure wearing black pants, a white and black striped shirt, a soft like very beaten up beret and white face paint currently with their arms up like a tree standing still damon's a bit dumbfounded first of all (laughs) did he just fake staircase you it's a mime yeah (laughs) um yeah damon let's look at him are they human like can i glean anything like that appears to be okay hi there um are you all right? Okay. Um, I, I guess I should probably ask, would Damien know what the hell a mime is? <laughs> probably not, right? Probably not. Okay. 
then yeah, he's just even more disturbed. Can 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 you speak? You see, as uh, do you try to approach him? Uh, I'll, I'll get a bit closer, but I, I'm gonna have like a left hand like resting on like the hilt of my rapier, mm-hmm. not like reaching for it yet, but like ready to grab. <laughs> you see, as you make your hand towards your rapier and you start to take a couple steps forward, this figure uh, puts their arms down puts their hands to their face in shock and starts running in place away from you. But they're not actually moving? No. Oh okay. my gosh. Um, why me? That's amazing. Okay. Why uh, did I roll hey, this? He's, he's committing to the bit, though. <laughs> Will, do you, do you, do you not, like, not like mimes or something? Me personally? Yeah. I shocked. find it really annoying when I ask someone something and they just don't answer me. So yeah, kind of. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. know because like some people have a fear of clowns. I didn't know if you. Had a fear I'm not of afraid. Of okay, that's I, what I was. I, I'm I'm pissed off. But uh, okay, yeah. I th- yeah I think mimes are more annoying. They're a nuisance. Yeah. They really are. <laughs> the nuisance of the entertainment world. Yeah. See, so, yeah, uh, they're running away. So it's so like they're they're running in place, facing away from me. Yes. Damien is going to slowly walk to the other side so that he can he's like face to face. Look, um, I. I hate to interrupt whatever it is you're doing, but um, you know I'm I'm just doing a check for some people right now, and I, I would really like to know what you're doing right now. As you say this, and you walk in front and step, you see as he collides with an invisible wall before he stumbles back <sighs> and puts his hands up in front of you, oh putting his hands God. up against an invisible God. wall. Are you kidding me? And then he puts it to his left, and then his right, <laughs> and then above. And you see as these invisible walls seemingly are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Damien is going to reach out and try to touch uh. this, this person in the chest. <laughs> just because he, he's genuinely like, is this real magic that this, this is happening right now? Like, do I need to help this person <laughs> at this point? So he's going to try to reach out and see if there actually is anything there. There is nothing there. Okay. In World War One um, forces a spell. It's that would have been really cool yeah. if it... Have you guys seen Shaolin Showdown? Yes, of course. Do, I love do you know, Showdown. Do you remember the mime yeah. character in that? Yeah. Who he could actually make the it's, stuff? It's cool as heck. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. That would have been really um, cool. Okay. This is what, what Damien's going to do then. Now that he realizes this is complete horse crap, uh, <laughs> I think he's just going to put his hand out in front of him. It's going to start glowing green. You guys know what this is. I'm, I'm going to cast command. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say, speak. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> And I'm really going to hope that he fails this. It's a 14 wisdom save. No way. Damn. You're about to make this I man ho- break I his oath. I, I hope this is a vow of silence and I ruined this person's life. That's this is pissing me so off. good. Wow. I can think of no better thing to say to a mime. Is that a fail? That's a fail. <laughs> good. So, like, about how tall is this person? May I ask? They're pretty short. Okay, so like, D- Damien's like six foot. How how tall would you say they are comparison? I would say probably about like five five. Oh yeah, Damien's gonna lean down in their face and do it because he Damien's a nice guy, but um, he's annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He's annoyed. He got that. He got the small fair. fuse. Yeah. If this mine has a French accent, I'm gonna lose <laughs> my. <laughs> <laughs> you see him. Open his mouth, start to try, like is trying, genuinely is trying to mouth, and then holds up a finger, pops some sort of s- s- lid, chugs it, takes a moment, opens his mouth. You see, he has no tongue. 
Oh, what? And the more you look at it, now you see that there is a slit down his throat, it seems. That is healed Don't you feel bad? No, I don't feel bad. This guy's an (laughs) asshole. I don't care. (laughs) This guy is... I didn't know that. (laughs) So you physically can't speak. See, as he leans up against an imaginary thing and starts waving his hand, seemingly and uh, talking his mouth up, uh, or moving his mouth as if he's talking and telling a story, uh, make a perception check just to see if you can, you can figure out, read his lips, see what's up. Uh, 18 total. 18 total. Uh, You see as he starts to mime out this entire narrative of adventure, of swashbuckling. I'll say as he starts, Damien is going to, is there, if there's like a nearby tree stump or something or just tree, he's just going to lean against it and just kind of cross his arms and listen. He's going to humor him. Listen. Eventually you are told the story. Don't you you feel bad? He's going to watch. Okay. No, I don't feel bad at all. You hear, you hear the story. Uh, (laughs) I see the story. You see the story of this mime, how, from a young, young child, he loved to express himself and dance and everything before eventually he wandered off into the woods, uh, even though his parents told him not to. And he came out of the woods. Uh, you see that he seemingly was chased down. Seemingly, he was lost and chased, captured, tortured. No, no, no. Before... He was released into this lost place and began wandering, but suddenly he was back, you know, in this forest, essentially, it Mm -hmm. seems. Went from forest to forest, went from place of known to place of unknown. This is just a wandering forest mime. (laughs) Okay. What a sentence. Damien will, um, uh, he's, he's a little touched by the story. He does feel a little bad, you know. Well, I'm 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 sorry to hear that happen. Well, I'm sorry to see that happen to you. Um, are are you out here completely by yourself? See, as he looks around and then puts his arm around like an imaginary person and just starts talking with them. And are you maybe looking to get out of here? You see, as he instantly shoves away the invisible person and just nods his head. All right, come on, follow me. Something tells me no matter what we rolled on the table, Alex is going to make us meet this mime. <laughs> like, the, the moment I realized it was a mime, I, 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 there's a spike in my blood pressure. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, Damien will... Um, That's so funny. We'll kind of like, like lead him this way. Uh, anything you need to grab here? You see, as he pats his pockets, pats his hat before he takes it out and seemingly reaches into it before pulling out uh, (laughs) what you assume to be an invisible cane of sorts before he picks up an invisible briefcase and gives you a stern nod. I really want him to pick up an invisible briefcase. I'm glad You could just kill this mime and nobody would know. Barry would know. I could kill Barry. (laughs) (laughs) Then you'd have to kill Bonnie and it'd be a whole thing. Uh. He ran off, yeah, you know. I couldn't stop him. <laughs> so as you come back, you see as Barry kind of just looks at the mime and just goes, "What? What? I, I, what's his I, deal?" I literally can't speak. Look at his neck. Ah, uh, ugh. Yeah. Uh, uh, he seems lonely. I feel bad that I was kind of a jerk to him upon initial interaction. So 
let's let's bring it back. See if he can come along. Okay. Is, is that going to be care. okay with Bonnie? I don't think? care. Come on. So as Damien, Barry, and this mime all come back to camp, uh, you guys are all greeted by a mime in the forest. So, uh, found someone, as you can see. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I can't really ask for your name, can I? Yes, looking at the mime. You see as he takes a moment, thinks taps his foot on the ground, kind of shakes his head, but uh, kind of gives like a sly little wink. I'll pull out like uh, some parchment and stuff out of his bag and kind of like put it towards him, like a piece of charcoal to write with. Does that help at all? See, as he takes it, seemingly you see all like this beautiful calligraphy starting to form as he is writing out uh, before he shows it to you. And you see a stick figure with a leaf on its head. And just kind of presents it to you. Leaf man. He'll, he'll kind of take the picture and look at it. Crumple it up. This is Leaf, everybody. Meet Leaf. Valnora just like looks up. She's like playing rock, paper, scissors with her mage hand. And she's just like, okay. And then she just keeps playing with her mage hand. <laughs> Shepard was probably like talking to Tobias about like how many different kinds of alcohol there are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Different profiles and we both like turn see this yeah. oh wait wait uh, we should play out that interaction okay yeah. okay excellent <laughs> why do you get stuck with a dumb mime interaction <laughs> pisses me off and so what would be your favorite well you see let me just start by saying you never want to mix your darks and your lights right kind of like do, just look if you do that you're gonna have a bad time now my personal favorite it, and he looks over and sees the mime i'll look i'll follow his game wait. see as he holds up an imaginary bottle Starts walking over to you, I look swaying. At... <laughs> I like, Do they know what a mime is? Am I the only one in the dark? I hope both they kind know. Of human passing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not even human. It's just like a mime. That's this world, I guess. Yeah. I haven't yeah. been here to know mime culture. Exactly. <laughs> I I look at the mime, miming being drunk, and I look over at Shepard. I look at you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you look at me. Is this is this guy for real? got no idea let's see what is are you are you okay you all right uh, D- damien's gonna go <clears throat> and then point to his own neck and gesture to the guy then look at him he's like i think he's got a sore throat yeah i'd say so let's see as he seemingly is about to burp before he sets the bottle down and takes something out of his throat and it goes further and further, this imaginary sort of twine or oh. string or kerchief or something. Oh my god! It just keeps going and going and going. While well, he's doing that, I'm gonna go talk to Bonnie. Um, babysit him, please. What? Yeah. You, you, you're gonna leave us with this weirdo? Yes, yeah. because I don't know what the hell this is. So <laughs> I'm gonna go make sure that this is okay. What are we supposed to do with Tobias? It, it just keeps going. Just ask oh. him to do stuff. <laughs> Can I? I love that you're just so into <laughs> Can I? Can I walk over and like meet up with him? Absolutely. Yeah. Dimitri's gonna walk over and he's like he's gonna walk over to talk to you guys. But then he's gonna like gonna see this happening. He's gonna be like as you've come over, I'm like sitting down. I'm just like watching. <laughs> Shepard, this like is Shepard, what he's what he's doing is literally nothing. But it's something. No, it's it? no, it's nothing. No, but there's nothing. No, mime no, I know. It's like that, a theatricality. Can to I it. can I, I I get that and I get that you're new here. 
to, to, to all this, but what this guy is doing is, and I look and I look at the mime and I just dead face just go, it's not impressive, it's not art, it's annoying. I'll I'll look at the mime. <laughs> Valnor just and then I'll look back at you and be like, "Did you do it?" Cross my arms. <laughs> no, because it's not. I look back at the mime and I look back at you and I'm like, "What?" No, because it's not. It because it's annoying. You see, as the mime takes off his uh, hat, his beret, and tries to pass it off to you, a challenge. Tobias, the demon instantly comes out, <laughs> <laughs> rips the I head off the would, mime. I attack the mime. <laughs> <laughs> what does Tobias do? I take the I take the beret, and I act like I'm about to put it on, and I yeet it into the forest. You see, as instantly, what not even taking it personally, he runs over to try to grab the beret, leans down, and right before he's about to pick it up, oh, he he accidentally kicks the hat forward a little bit, and he leans down again to try it again. Before, oh, he's and he's now taking just laps around the this. You fed into his camp. <laughs> Shepard laughs hysterically. Dimitri's gonna look at uh, Shepard, and he's just gonna point, and like give you the space of like, what? It's it's funny. Like he can't pick it up because he keeps making mistakes. Tobias has his hand <laughs> in his has his face in his palm right now. Like he's so it's mad. Like, no matter how hard he tries, he keeps <laughs> doing the wrong thing. Is Valnora just like still playing rock paper? She's, she's still enticing <laughs> her rock paper looking. scissors session with her mage hand. She just does not care about the oh, mime. That's funny. Dimitri's gonna go over and he's gonna pick the hat up and he's gonna hand it to the mime. See as why would you do that? You see as he takes it, sort of buffs it off, puts it back on his head, and seemingly from his pocket. Before he can do anything, I'm gonna grab his hands, <laughs> very very gingerly, like very softly. I'm just gonna like pull them. Mm-hmm. towards me and i'm gonna back him like i'm gonna back away but pull him like guide him essentially back over to where shepherd's at mm-hmm. and once we're over there i'm gonna stand there in front of him just stiff and i'm gonna see what he does Wh- why okay what's your end game yeah what are you doing <laughs> you I'm, see i want to do something i, I want to do something to I'm, blow his brain i think oh, I'm, okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down i'm gonna stand there like really stiff shepherd you see as Dimitri comes forward and stands right next to this mime, just staring at you. I like look between the two of them. And you see as, once again, this time from his sleeve, he pulls out this seemingly endless string. John Drogan. Again, again, again. Before he snaps it off, does a quick little loop-de-loop around with it. Takes a couple paces back. Makes a big lassoing motion before he wraps around, uh, nails Dimitri. He's trying to lasso you right now. Do uh, you play into it? Or do you stand still? Like, yeah, I'll oh. play into it. And then it's I'll... Like, choice spell. And then, well, I was going to do the thing like the... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, but uh, either way, it still worked. But um, he's going to like, when he does it, um, Dimitri's going to like, like clench up like he just got like caught. A gasp. And then he's going to look over at Shepard. And he's gonna look at Shepard with the most terrified help me look in his life. Like he's gonna look at Shepard and be like Oh oh no. Oh no, it's too you tight, s- you're hurting him. You see as the mime tugs and Dimitri <laughs> is pulled. <laughs> the mime tugs again. Oh my gosh. Dimitri's pulled again. Can you just conjure invisible items? Uh, you like- see as he starts <laughs> emptying his pockets seemingly 
and pantomiming that, oh, there's a ball rolling. Oh, there's a rubber duck going away. Oh, there's seemingly a 20-foot pole coming out of Shepard's his pants. Shepard's, like, losing his mind. <laughs> Part of it, I've never seen at, something in, so in amazing. In the beginning, he was like, okay, this is a performance, and then now he's in it. He's, like, in the world. <laughs> Tobias is walking away from this interaction. He's going to go sit over by Valnora playing rock, paper, scissors. Not engage with her, but, like, just... Get away from all of this, because I I'm too. I think that he realizes that Shepard is too entranced by this for me to try to explain why this is. Dumb. She she just offers she offers the mage hand like, do, do you want to play? <laughs> I just I needed to get away from that because my my blood pressure is now <laughs> rising. I've next noticed. To the side. Yeah, I can. My blood is boiling right <laughs> I've noticed. That's why I was staying away from there, because they pissed me off, too. Mm. While he's walking, like, when he goes to walk away, can I, I like, grab the, like, the invisible lasso from the mime and go to, like, lasso him? And, like, and, well, um, theoretically, it's not going to work, but, like... No, it, not theoretically. It's not going to work. <laughs> so, because this it's is not a gonna dumb work, bit. He's going he's gonna to go for it, and then when it doesn't work, he's going to look at the mime and just be like... He's going to look at Shepard and be like... Well, I, 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 it only works in his hands. You see, as the mime grabs the thing and tries to tug again... I reach into my satchel of alcohol. I pass one to Valnora, and I take another one out for myself. We're drinking. You see, We're drinking. We're drinking. You see, as he tries with all of his might, but he cannot seemingly pull Tobias. He's too strong. As he suddenly falls to stumbles to the ground and suddenly his feet are now up against an invisible barrier of sorts as he is trying with all of his might. Mrs. Shepard's like, that makes so much sense. He's strong. <laughs> he's trying so hard. I, I, I get it. I know. He's, he's, he, his muscles, he's, you know, he's dense. Tobias turns around so his back is facing the mime and he's just downing the bottle. Not like super, but he's actually, no, he's, he's sipping from it. He does, he's not trying to get like wasted, mm-hmm. but he's just trying to ignore it and drink very, drink comfortably. So he doesn't have to, he's removing himself from the situation. And this is the scene that Bonnie and Damien both arrive back at as Bonnie kind of goes. So he has like, like, he just can't speak at all, but, like, he can make things? He's, like, a magical person? Uh, no, or? I, I've never seen it before. I thought it might have been real for a second. You know, part of me hoped it was. I, I think that this is just a guy that, A, can't speak, and, B, likes to act like he can do stuff like this. And okay, well, it. we can, uh, as long as we don't make it a habit, I, I, we just can't take him all the way to Thessal. We only got a certain number cleared for I, the I, final leg. I just felt bad that he was out here in the forced alone i i, I kind of had to uh hear well see his sob story uh but hey i figured he might be good entertainment for the kids or something oh absolutely absolutely oh my goodness and you see as both of you guys are drinking the the uh, uh rock paper scissors tournament is going on <laughs> shepherd is mind boggling like his head in his hands at this point uh-huh as this is kind of where we will close up this scene in the final moments of this day, as you guys begin to pack up, the mime approaches you, Shepard, and you see as he's got this kind of semi-serious look on his face, you see that there's like a bubble that forms in his mouth before he reaches in, holds out his fingers about the size of a ping pong ball, yeah. puts his hands together, presses, and focuses real hard, and he looks to you, 
expectantly. Yeah, and I hold my hands out for sure. As you hold your hands out, you see as he presses his hands into yours, seemingly holding on to nothing, no, something. And you open your hands to see, you know those quarter machine bouncy balls oh yeah, oh, yeah. with like the yeah. frosted oh, the, the frosted plastic and things like that you want to yeah. chew on them oh i always you are holding i always did as a kid a frosted rainbow bouncy ball about the size of a ping pong ball and it's real appears to be real what? came out of his mouth and you see as he winks and continues on i like look at it and i'm like like wonderment of how he like made that appear Just like looking around. Shepard, you can do real magic. <laughs> Why are you amazed by <laughs> You've created a living, like, metal ferret. What? <laughs> Wait, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> but this is like, this, he's still new to the world. There, there's magic. a childlike wonder, too. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just pointing it's out the absurdity of it. He's literally like shot like firebolts out of his armor. <laughs> And he's like holding this bouncy ball and it just came out of this man's mouth. And he's like, like I, from what you told me, you're the reincarnation of some like, heavenly hero. And he's like, oh, my goodness, he makes invisible things. My, he can, he my, can make my a, word. He can, he can make ball balls. He can, he can make a pencil turn into rubber. <laughs> um, and just looked out at this ball in wonderment. Still, he does, he knows, you know, but he also is just like so excited about this. Like, again, gifts he's received in his life his family's not super rich, so not a lot. Other than this armor um, and the dagger, it's like, holy crap. Uh, so well, there he goes, making it sweet. The I'll, bastard. Uh, I'd like to work <laughs> on something within one of my gauntlets. Absolutely. And just try and... I'll tell you guys what it's going to do later. Okay. Sick. Okay. It's going to pinball the bouncy ball at people. It's going to be the, uh, what is it, the sphere launchers or the stud launchers for Lego. <laughs> dude, the bionicle one? The bionicle oh, launchers. Yes. from An- An- Anika, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, dude. I love one bionicles important question. Again. Do you show that to anybody? No. It's my special treasure. Good to know. Good to know. So guys, that's <clears throat> first, first random encounter. That was hilarious. That was great. That was great. That was really funny. Damien that night. <laughs> Yeah, what, well, what's with Damien that while night? They're, while they're ruminating and everything, and everyone's getting ready for bed, he, he's going to do like his little like nightly like kind of workout routine that he used to do back home. Uh, shirtless, he's a uh, got his lean twink body. Not twink. Are you trying to like get like people to thirst right now? No, 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 no. All of the focus sure. is on no, this was this, this was something in his backstory. Like he, he's he's pretty athletic. Oh, yeah, I think actually yeah, his strength score is bigger than yours. He, he's jealous. <laughs> Shut up. He's <laughs> jealous of the uh, of the. The notice of the mind, whatever the... That's true. No, he, he's getting out frustration right now, yeah. but he's just like, he's like got legs looped up on a branch, like his cloak and like armor up to the side. And he's just like doing sit-ups and he's like, why did it have to be me? <laughs> <laughs> why did Tori have to make that roll? <laughs> and then like eventually he'll just like kind of face up to the ground, like cross-legged and like lay on his back and go... <sighs> Okay, remember what you're doing this for, bud. And kind of smack his face and then lay down to go to bed. <laughs> I don't know about Balnora, but would would you... I'm still drinking. Would you still be drinking? Oh, she's me? still drinking. Okay. No, yeah. she's Let's still drinking. It. Okay. I, I imagine at this point, we're both pretty drunk. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. How's her constitution? Yeah. Hex, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's drunk at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I imagine that 
me and Valnora are just like just talking so much smack about this mine. We're just, we're just talking so much smack, and then the hand. Well, I think I think the hand's gone at this point because it's yeah. been it's been over a minute. But um, yeah, we're just talking absolute just bullcrap about yeah, this guy. I agree. So as we continue, who would like to make the next readiness check? I waved my hand after Toy the first time. You did. Yes, you did. You did. <laughs> What do I roll for this? Roll a survival check. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I think my survival is a plus one. Plus eins. That's a four, my guy. Four. Oh. Will. Oh, no. I so, one. The re- an army of mines. <laughs> I'll go ahead and let you guys. <laughs> but the demon possesses Damien now. <laughs> the weather turns on you guys. Are oh, cold. No. Oh. As seemingly storms from out of nowhere. Yes. I meant to ask earlier, what season is it? This is going to be... <sighs> Didn't he say it was... I think he said spring. Springtime. Spring. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You said that like a little Springtime. Uh, because year-round, but getting showing a month earlier, if next spring is when the yeah. banquet is. I, I know that you haven't described a lot other than the weather is bad. <laughs> is it like... I'm assuming it's like storming, like rain and everything. Uh, yes. So, uh, whoever is like next to me uh i'm gonna like spread my wings and like kind of hold them and just like and just walk i will let you you decide who is next to you because you know that's a a wonderful gesture who are the people that you do that with you could always do like an npc that's true yeah you could put the mime under yeah there's uh that's true definitely you should give fernell a break oh that'd be nice you should yeah you put a wing Fennel. over uh, Fresnel, who is also holding against these monsoon winds and rains and a bigger umbrella trying to hold it up over Madame Ludeberg oh, <laughs> while also lugging all of these cases. Uh, you hold a wing over Fresnel, and he looks and just goes, Oh, thank you. Thank you, kind feathered friend. I have an idea. That sounds devious the best it's D&D very, stuff starts with I it's have an idea. It's very guys devious. hear me out <laughs> i would like to like the wing that i'm holding over for now if i could move the tip of it without moving the whole thing and i want to like smack the umbrella a little bit to get <laughs> i want the lady to get wet i want her to get soaked i bet you she do make a make a sleight of wing check for me sleight of, of wing, wing. Oh. 19 you deathly splash uh madame ludeberg as you see she is frazzled her furs are damp already but just gets soaked she's cold to the core as she her mascara starts to run and she scoffs and goes to hide under a tree and just goes i'm not going anywhere for the rest of the day and starts pouting fellas let's get out of here (laughs) (laughs) i I have no problem does anyone we gotta go (laughs) does anyone interject does, no, okay. I don't, I don't know. Damien's gonna keep no. this himself at the moment. You see, and at this moment is when Bonnie kind of shouts over and goes, "Yeah, we probably need to bed down for the night. It's a little, it's a little rough. It's past. Yeah, let's go ahead." And I think I see. And she tries to get you guys some cover and things like that. And you guys, you guys are able to find a little bit of an overhang where the weather, or some higher ground of sorts. Uh, where it's not as flooding and monsoony and things like that. Right. right. Could uh, could Damien, you know, like the plant elephant ears? Yeah. 
Can uh, Damien kind of like touch the ground and try to Druidcraft up a big elephant ear and break it off the base and use it as an umbrella? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. That is awesome. And while you're doing that, if you could roll a d12 for me as well. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah, because we never rolled. Sorry. Yeah, we just... Two. He gave us the opportunity to say stuff. And we took it. We took it. Yeah. Yeah. Two. That was really good, Gavin. That was good. That was good. Everyone, again, make a perception check for me. Tori's doing every roll forever from now on. No. Oh, it's worse than last time. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. I'm also at a dirty 20. Oh, shoot. It's hard to see this dice. Uh, 16. 16? Again. 10. 10. 5. 5. Who's got the higher dirty 20? Yeah, who's got the higher? 17 plus 3. Well, they're both 17 plus 3. They're both 20. What's your wisdom score? My wisdom is plus 1. Well, no, like the the score. Oh. Not your bonus. The 12. Mine's a 13. There we go. Awesome. So, this kind of happens simultaneously. Happens the best of us, bud. First things first, Shepard. Yo. As you go into your trance for the evening, you and Damien kind of take turns because you don't need to stay up as much and things like that. You... Sorry, I don't think, do either of us need to actually sleep? I don't think so. Trance. Yeah, we trance, yeah. As you go into this trance, you feel your consciousness wander this sort of space that it typically does, where it's half awake, half asleep. It's kind of like sharks where they only need to you know sleep use half their brain to sleep while the other keeps swimming forward and things Mm -hmm. like that before you feel the other half of your consciousness begin to fade this is weird because this doesn't happen you mentally blink for a second and you find yourself in a dark chamber of sorts the air is thick and musty like that of a tomb and chamber is very chamber is very narrow seemingly very tall but it's too dark for you to see i just start moving forward through this chamber i guess in my brain you well you bump into a wall uh and you begin to feel around of sorts do you have any way to provide any light or anything uh i have the cantrip light there we go i'll just like snap and cast it on my thumb as you cast light on your thumb you see the chamber dance in deep, exaggerated shadows as the wall you bump into has four little four alcoves of sorts, about 10 feet tall each along the wall. But you see that there's a set of four alcoves and then another set of four, another set of four, as you kind of are holding this thumb lighter of sorts around. You see the faint outline of countless statues all along the walls and alcoves that seemingly go up for an eternity of sorts but right before you there are four statues an elf a dwarf a stone giant and a human and as you try to get closer to these statues you see that no matter how close you get no matter how much you put your thumb light up to it the face is always obscured in shadow if if this is what i think it is super cool he probably just uh call out at this point be like um, past uh, past me's is that you you hear an echo to no response uh, and what he's thinking right now is which is probably starting to become obvious is that this is perhaps a hall of like all the past incarnations of this angel of order that is currently resides within him uh, is there anything else I could notice can I go anywhere else in this finished chamber or 
as you kind of explore this chamber around, you see as one of the alcoves lights up. The fourth one, down on the end, the human. Okay, I'll go down to that. As you go down, you see that its eyes alight with a dim blue flame, a cobalt blue of sorts. As you inch closer to it, it reaches out to you and grabs you before you are whisked away again in this swirl of cobalt blue. You find yourself running, running, running through forest, woods, whatever. An open field. You, you you are running. You have something in your arms as you are hustling. You hear the shouts and screams and the cries of a, a crowd, a mob chasing behind you. You look down and you see that you are wearing colors of a faction that's not your own as you run towards sim- a camp of similarly colored flags. And as you rush in, you run through the camp. You start shouting, shouting, war, war, war. As you shout, the camp alights up, and eventually the similarly clothed people as you begin to take up arms against this opposing force. But you keep running through the camp. You keep running through the camp before you eventually strip off these colors into neutral sort of darkened leathers as you continue to run into back into the tree line towards these this distant series of mountains. And that is when you wake up from your trance. <clears throat> I imagine he like wakes up and he's like wiping tears from his eyes almost um, this is an emotional journey he just went on uh, am I near him at all when he wakes up we'll get to you in just okay, a second this is we'll, we'll get to what you what you wake up to in just um, a second and uh, he probably looked down at his person and like everything he's wearing and look around the you know make sure everything's alright and nothing is stuck with him and uh, like close his eyes and Pray to Ruidius. All right, make a religion check for me. Excellent. It's a 10. It's a 10? Yeah. You're just getting these vague feelings that you haven't felt quite before, like deceit, guilt for something you didn't do. It's weird. Something I didn't do. Mm. Maybe something I did do, you know what I'm saying? Interesting. As you all... Are, are sort of that's kind of what you are greeted to uh, oh. as you see as Shepard jolts awake Damien and he sort of takes a beat and is seemingly a little bit clammed up uh, Damien I'm, I'm assuming is probably at this point like near the uh, end of his <laughs> trance and kind of just blinks out uh, noticing him hey uh you okay I think I'm starting to get visions from past past me remember when oh, I, like we talked about yeah i i it's never happened before i i don't think i don't know if the last me was a good person damien will kind of like move over but like cross-legged and sit up and just listen what do you mean exactly i don't know there was there was shouting and, and war and i was being chased and i i think i might have taken something important from someone i i don't know but i fear the worst well hey I, I know that you said it's a past you. You're the incarnation of really what I, it's out of, outside of my realm of expertise, but whatever this person was, that wasn't you though. You know, you're a different person, even if you are the same person. I know that's confusing. 
but I, I think I get it. I yeah, you I, have different experiences than whoever that was. Yeah, you're I, not the same person at all. I do, I do appreciate the sentiment. It's just it's never happened before. It's kind of jarring. <laughs> I wonder if you think it means something. You need to do something. I don't know. I I tried to reach out the way I usually do, but I I got some feelings back but no no real solid communicants so uh, i don't know maybe i should just meditate on it a little bit more uh tomorrow if you uh if you have any more dreams like that let me know i might have a little something excellent thank you of course absolutely damien and shepherd make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage oh my goodness disadvantage so my, a 19 my, and my original would have been a 21 so mine uh, is a 19 i rolled a 15 and a 19 but plus four all right so with this advantage yeah, yeah i rolled 15 the 19 oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah that's a lot of dice i thought you meant like a 15 and then you rolled a 19 after no, no, no. Like, he's got to damage his two 15 dice plus somehow four. damien you take six points of lightning damage Shepard, you take 12. Yes, what? As from out of the tree line, a light, a bolt of lightning streaks through the air and pierces through the both of you before it impales in a tree. The crackle of lightning stops and you see as there is a javelin stuck into the tree for a, sol- a solid foot. As you all are shocked in this moment, you see from all around you from the tree line, several people drop from the trees and start charging up the hill at all of you guys. By several, how many, like, can we immediately see how many? So he has five individuals come charging up the hill. Oh my goodness. From all around. And one of them yanks that javelin out from the tree and starts charging at you guys with it. I need both, I need everyone to roll initiative first off. Yeah. But right now, you two are the only ones awake. First up, we have Damien. Oh, jeez. As oh. currently, everyone is around you asleep. Uh, you guys are on top of this hill. Uh, so can you paint a picture for me about like, how many peop- how many of these people are close to us at the moment? I know they're all charging, but... They're all charging up to you, but I would say they got like 20 feet. 20 feet? Okay. Um, in that case, uh, Damien is going to draw his rapier. So if it is kind of dark, there's a little bit of light around now. Um, the closest one he can, he can see, he's first going to kind of like uh, point his sword at it. Um, and it's going to pulse like green and blue for a moment. And I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on it. Okay. So for audience, Hunter's Mark is a bonus action spell where, uh, I can target someone within 90 feet. Um, and until the spell ends, it's concentration. Um, I deal an extra D6 of the damage of the weapon I have. Um, and I have advantage on wisdom perception checks and wisdom survival checks to find that target. Uh, if they drop to zero hit points, I can change the target uh, to someone else as long as I still have concentration. So yeah, uh, I'll do that, and then I'm kind of try to like duck low and faint to the right. I know I just went to the left right now, but I'm going to faint to the right, and I'm going to like go up uh, with my rapier like into their stomach. All right, all right. So the clo- the closest one that you could see, the one that was charging up the quickest, uh, is the one who actually grabbed the javelin and started rushing at you. You see that he's pretty nasty-looking fellow. Got a scimitar at his side, mm-hmm. but is charging at you with his javelin. Uh, you cast this hunter's mark and you make a strike. Okay, thirteen, 13 plus six is nineteen to hit. That hits. Alrighty, twelve plus four is uh, sixteen damage. Sixteen damage. Piercing. Right, right. 
There we go. There we go. All right. Uh, with that, that's the end of uh, Damien's turn. You still have your movement. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to get out of melee with him. Um, I'm going to kind of like look to Shepard though, and that's all I can do because I can't do an action. All right. All right. And as you look to Shepard, Shepard, you are up next. What do you? I'm gonna use do? my free action to set off the alarm on my armor. It just. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Since I have that special artificer, there we go. Level one feature, which is super cool. I'm I've been so pumped about these thunder gauntlets. Let me just use them. Do it, bro. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, the guy that he's fighting. Mm-hmm. Can, I'm just gonna rush rush him and just go for like one two with the gauntlets. Okay, go for it. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Nat twenty on the first. Nice. Nice. Uh, the second one is a ten. You can take two attacks. Yes. Okay. Uh, the second one misses, but the first one definitely hits. Excellent. And because we because I don't have the. <laughs> I don't have the two-handed thingy yet. One gets a plus three and one gets a plus five. Oh, okay. So you're just so doing two up and fighting? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so roll that beautiful bean footage. And for our footage. campaign, yeah, roll that beautiful bean footage. I've never heard that. For, uh, for our campaign, it is that. you don't double the number of dice rolled. You just double the number Whatever on the I dice. Do, roll. in fact, roll. Yeah. Uh, it's a five times, will be five plus three. So it's 10. So 10 plus three. So 13. Yeah. <laughs> As you give him an old one, two, you sock him with one with a clash of thunder uh, to meet the lightning that just occurred. Excellent. As you swing with another, you see as he really quickly just sort of dodges out of the way, but cool. is he's looking pretty hurt. All Excellent. right. With that up. I was doing damage. Yeah. Valnora, <clears throat> you are up as... You are awoken by a sudden alarm. You look around and you see that there are people charging up the hill that you guys Mm -hmm. managed to find coverage in. Uh, There are seemingly Damien and Shepard have one of them covered, but there are still four charging up at you guys. Three of them that seemingly are a little bit bit more basic looking and then one of them that's a little bit more regal looking. Mm -hmm. Uh, How close is the... Just any of them. How, well, who's the closest to me? 20 feet, and it could be any of them. They, you get circle. Okay. Um. So she's going to cast Misty Step, and she's going to pull one of her daggers and go for the closest one to her. All right, all right. Make an attack roll. All right. Uh, that is... Nat 20. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Nat 20. baby. Let's go. Woo. So that's right. a 1d4 plus 1. D4 oh, no, it double it plus the 1. What, what did you roll? I rolled a, I rolled a 4. Oh, okay, so, so double that to 8, and then the plus 9. 9. Oh, oh 9. Okay. Yeah. Nine. Okay. You F this thing up. <laughs> uh, you, this guy, you see as he comes up, he has an eye patch on, and he just is kind of like, hey, what are you doing? And you stab him right in the eye patch. Not deep enough to fully take him down, but he is gushing blood from underneath that eye patch. Nasty. Damn. Finally doing so well in a fight after the last ones. Oh, <laughs> this is making up for my nice. efforts. This is your redemption. When, when you were a limp noodle in the other fight. <laughs> in the past two fights. There yeah. All right. The next up is going to be the guy with... Javelin Boy. Javelin Boy. Next okay. up is Javelin Boy. Yes. Oh, that's his official in-canon name. Uh, Shepard gonna... does seven... Uh, 22 hit. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Damien does 16 hit. It does not. Does not. I have an 18 armor class. Oh shoot! Well, does a 20 hit? No. Yeah. yeah it does. <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, this is what happens. You see, as 
he drops the the javelin. Oh, so did he? Did he roll three attacks? Yes. And one of them was a twenty. Yes. He has a disadvantage on attacking anyone other than me, because I hit him with my thunder gauntlet. Okay. So oh, he has okay. disadvantage on that hit. He misses. So. Okay. Let's Way go. go. Nice. Let's go. go. So here's about. what happens. You see, first off, he drops the javelin as he unsheaths his scimitar and does a quick flourish before he slashes across one of your arms, Shepard. Yeah. As you take this slice, you bash your thunder gauntlets together. And as he is in the middle of trying to make these two quick strikes, he tries to make a slash and then do a quick dagger drop and jab into your gut, Damien. As you do that, Shepard, you strike your gauntlets together, and there is this massive reverberating thunder as one of his eardrums pops and starts to bleed, and he takes a step back. You just, you just hold. How much damage I take from that? I'm about to roll that. Oh, okay, word. Oh man, you just hold. Nice. You did. You take three points. Wait, five points of slashing damage. Five points of slashing. You're good. Next up is the fancy lad. Should have ran, buddy. <laughs> you done messed up That's now. That's going boy. to prove to be a big mistake. You see, as the fancier dressed guy pulls out a great sword and starts charging at Valnora, is the one who's currently up uh, attacking people on that side. It's always me. So Why is, is it this always is not me? Patch guy. This is fancy guy. <laughs> I'm always the one getting targeted. Yeah. And all of these attacks do have advantage because of pack tactics. What? Oh my goodness. Oh, my armor class is not high at all. I think she's going to go down Don't to the do this third to fight in a rock. <laughs> Keep oh, doing this no. to the tiefling. The tiefling. You're so racist. Jeez. 24 to hit for the first one. Really? No. I that say was it double my armor class. Stop, Shepard, stop rolling good, Alex. To 12 to hit for the second armor. one. Yeah. You got to fling. Uh, him onto and then pit or, or pit is 21 it to hit for the Pins? last one. I forgot got? I had that spell. Oh, Hell Hell rebuke. Rebuke. Look, Tori's looking over like, hit me, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? Hit me. No, house rebuke is great. Oh, I forgot I could also try. Um, I'm gonna try this spell next time, but mm-hmm. I, I want to try hellish rebuke after I get hit. Tobias, as I assume you both were drinking. Uh, as you usually do, drinking yeah. buddies before you guys crash. Right. You see, as you are woken up to a crash of thunder, as you turn, you see as this fancier-looking bandit takes out a great sword and just begins to slash three big gashes. One, two, three, one after another into Valnora. Valnora, you take 33 points of slashing damage. Good lord. I'm dead. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> she, can, she can take her reaction after the first hit, though. Absolutely. From Hellish Rebuke. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah, this so... Uh, well, here's what happens. Here's what happens. Okay. That, so that takes you down to zero? Yeah. So. Every fight. Every fight. Every as fight. he <laughs> goes and does the first two slashes, he sees that, uh, first off, do your hell, hellish rebuke. Yeah. He has uh, to make the- Alex, I didn't power game enough for these kinds of combats. Uh, so the hit these- I didn't power game at all. <laughs> <laughs> should I have? <laughs> I think we all should have, I guess. I did. <laughs> 
Can we make new characters? <laughs> okay, You'll die. You might have to. So, uh, so I, have, I have to roll for that? No, yes. no, no. no. Uh, uh, what is your spell save DC? Uh, it's 13. Okay, so he, he has, has to, to make, make a 13. dexterity save of 13 or higher. Or, or he takes full damage. Either way. That's a natural damage. one, so no. Okay. So double damage. Double damage. Isn't it a double damage if they roll a one on a save? No. Nah. It's, it's oh, just I thought the, it was. It's halved. If, well, for, for one on save, no. That's not a rule. That's a house rule. That's my house rule. <laughs> yeah, it is. I love it. Uh, so you roll your two d ten fire damage with the way this combat's going. Three d ten because it's second level now. Yeah, three d ten. Three d ten, yeah. Warlocks, baby. Fifteen. 15. Fuck yeah. Okay. Fifteen fuego damage. That's good. Right. <laughs> fuego damage. That was good. <laughs> You're dead, but you've toasted this guy alive. <laughs> so as you are initially struck, your blood turns to fire as it catches along the blade and burns up his arm he slashes again even more pissed off before seeing you about to stumble and at holding you as close as he can essentially to one hp kind of holds the blade a dagger up to your throat and goes all right nobody move drop all your valuables over there in the clearing and we'll walk away is this this is still an initiative i'm guessing this is still like but instead of taking the killing blow he has taken a hostage move how far away is he from uh, where we're fighting? So you guys rushed to the 20-foot mark, so he's yeah. 20 feet away. Well, actually, no, on the other side of the hill, 40. So okay. we, would we even hear him say that? No, I mean, 40 feet away in a clearing. Yeah. I was hoping we didn't hear so we could just kill this guy. I mean, we can still do that. Yeah, <laughs> I heard. But I want to make it. sure that she's okay. You can risk it. But you guys definitely hear Dimitri and Tobias. Which is good because Dimitri, your turn is up. So how far away is he from me? About ten feet. About ten feet. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, sp- I'm gonna sprint over. Just like, so you know, he's got a dagger to Valnora's throat right now. I know. Does he have like a reaction though? Like, to yeah, stick I mean, it in. I mean, he's seemingly holding her hostage. You don't. You. Okay. What does Dimitri do in this moment? He sees that Valnora is being held hostage. On the other side of the hill, these other bandits are rushing their way up. I want—I actually do want to fly. I want to fly over as fast as I physically can and touch the top of Valnor's head and cast uh, cure, cure Wounds. Okay. If possible. A dagger can't, you know, do much. If he's I got it at her throat. Just wounds. saying. Like, he's... Okay. But she, you said she's at one, right? Yeah. This is sexist. Um, so if that was 33... Then I would be at one right now. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna fly over and just touch the top of her head and cast cure wounds and just hope that I can roll really high. <laughs> nine. So one off of max. Okay. So you gain nine HP and I just like I f- land like behind them. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You see as you run and fly and glide over the ground, just sort of swooping over, tapping Valnora on the head, trying to help in whatever way you can before flipping over and landing behind this thing, this guy, as this guy starts to slash across your neck, you feel the cut initially happen and immediately begin to close up from healing magic as Dimitri heals you just enough. And I rolled really crappy on that damage roll for that. Wow. So he healed you for nine, that damaged for four. Okay. So just subtract that four from that healing, but you are not 
we're now down to like split seconds times and i'll say that that was your full movement action bonus that was your gambit essentially all right i stand corrected (laughs) lol as this time you see as these other guys one of them turns tails and runs just as gone Oh, wow. But the (laughs) two of them turn tail and run Uh, as one of them stays sort of or reveals from his gauntlet of sorts as he sort of puts a fist up to Dimitri and you see a small crossbow appear out from the gauntlet and fire at you. And that's a natural one. All right. (laughs) Quick question. You said two of them turned turn tail and ran yes which ones the ones that were furthest closest to the edge of the, so the ones we haven't interacted with yet that is gotcha. correct just want to make sure uh as they turn tail and run you uh see as this guy uh tries to aim his uh fist gauntlet at you but you do recognize this weapon as he tries but there's a little ping as this seemingly mechanical like crossbow misfires and it hits him right in the eye Oh man! Nice. Unlucky nice. guy. Unlucky. And that was the guy that Valnora hit earlier. As you see, this guy just goes, "I, you stopped that with the boss!" And he just crumples. Uh, <laughs> what a way to go! And that's the end of their turn. <laughs> Tobias, you are okay. Great. Is the bandit that was about to have? Valnora killed. Is he still there? Yeah, he's right behind Valnora, sort of kind of shocked and like in the middle of semi, like turning like, I got someone in front of me, someone behind me. What the heck? Okay, but he's not like got her like a knife to her throat anymore. Not anymore. No, not anymore. All right, I'm going to bum rush him. Go for it. Yep. In that case, make it a running grapple check. This would be like a post grapple. Okay. What do I need to roll for that? Athletics. 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 Okay. 16. He rolled a 13 as you run and full linebacker tackle this guy to the ground. Okay, perfect. And that will be your action. Okay, as as a bonus action, can I have my axe at his throat? Absolutely. Okay, I'd like to do that. As you have your axe at his throat, he just kind of goes, what are we talking about here? We can be reasonable. I could just... And he turns his head and sees his fellow uh, comrades kind of running off and just going, listen, you let us go. We won't take any gold. It's fine. It's fine. We can just... I press the knife a little closer into his throat and I say, you weren't too reasonable with my friend earlier, were you? Yeah, you got me that. You got me that. Uh, it's it's a different situation now. Uh, I've seen the light. I've seen the error of my ways. I swear. <laughs> um, I I start to ever so slightly pull the knife or the the axe back, and I'm going to say, "Who are you?" What does it matter? I just, we just nice, the, the bl- oh. blade get. Bl- I press the blade closer. My name is Reginald. I am a bounty hunter. <laughs> You're a bounty hunter. Yes. So someone has a bounty on someone here. I mean, yeah, she's she's pretty. Do, do you mind? No, I'm gonna leave this where it is. Oh dear. Okay. Well, it's pretty obvious. But yeah, it's pretty. O- well, it's not obvious to me. So why don't you go ahead and tell me what you know? 
that kind of breaks code. I push the blade even closer. And Make an intimidation check for okay. me. Is this all on his turn? As this is, and and this will we'll get back to this in just a moment. Sixteen. Sixteen. He seemingly sort of just doubles down of sorts, and that's where we're going to end your turn. Okay. Next up, we have Damien. Okay. Um. So with my other hand, I'm going to reach behind my back and I pull out my dagger, and I like underhand it, and I'm going to uh, just use my action bone section of the two weapon fighting, and uh, attack with my rapier first. Ah, nine. Nine, not enough. Okay, and then the offhand, 16. 16. All right, all right. So uh, you see as this guy kind of reacts, and as you make one swing with your knife, it uh, swing and a miss as he backs up. As the second one, he takes the dagger that he has and parries as a reaction, raising his AC a little bit. And the other strike does not hit either. This makes Damien angry. No, it's fine. That's my turn then. All right, like all right. me when I'm angry. Shepard, you are up as there is now these blades back and forth clanging and clanging between Damien and this guy. Uh, so I'll just sort of, uh, I'll use the three on that one, the five on that one. So that's uh, a 12 and a 21. 21 hits. Okay, excellent. Um, so I'll just kind of like, I'm like, bobbing and weaving and me and Damien are moving in like perfect harmony like like switching sides going back and forth and I'll just Doing like all backflips and- <laughs> uh, yeah. as Damien's like blades kind of glance away I imagine he'll like do like a turn I'll like slide underneath and just go for like a gut punch thunder gauntlet I'll give I you can, a like, wink lift him off his feet as you guys are ta- are tag team assaulting this guy just blade punch punch blade punch over under over under it overwhelms him for for just one moment and you're able to get a good strike in excellent roll that roll that damage and that's gonna be eight damage eight damage so as you sock him good he takes another stumble back before he feels at his lip feels a trickle of blood and just goes all right then and starts to go back in as you guys start going back and forth back and forth again this guy's a buster isn't he Valnora, you are up as on one hand of this hill, Tobias has tackled the guy who had a blade at your throat. But on the other hand, Damien and Shepard are doing everything they can, it seems, to keep keep even with this other guy. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, she's going to kind of stalk up to the guy that uh, Tobias has down the ground, kind of like kneel down onto one knee. And hold the dagger up above his forehead. <laughs> yes. And she's going to try and stab him in the forehead. What? Make an attack roll with advantage. For, uh, nice little He's not done questioning. Sword of Damocles right there. Awesome. <laughs> 21. <laughs> when you're rolling for revenge, you really is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, but I didn't roll the second one, though. <laughs> oh, That's just the first. That Go was the first it, one. Yeah, it, but that mattered. Uh, that, was a, that was a 16. Valnora! <laughs> yeah, we got another guy. I had a plan! We got another guy. Sorry. I don't know that. Uh, that was, that's uh, five nice points of damage. Alright. As you begin... What are you feeling right now? Uh, does she hear this interaction between them? Yes. So she just kind of... I mean, after that whole experience, she's kind of shook. I mean, you know. Yeah. So she kind of recovers a little bit just just kind of stares at the guy and then her eyes widen and she pulls out her dagger stalks up to them kneels down and whispers not 
another, not another word, and then just slams a dagger into his skull. Tobias, <clears throat> you wow. see as with a calculated, cold precision, Valnora waltz around you, kneel down on the other side, pull out a dagger, you feel a breath of cold sort of over the air as you stab down into this guy's forehead. Scream is only but a quick as you even don't even realize, but Tobias sees as Valnora takes out a very familiar book and presses the book into this guy's skull as well. The blood seeping into the pages. But not not soaking them. Absorbing them. Yeah. As his screams are screaming straight into this book before the muffle dies out. What? And Valnora takes a breath. And Valnora, now you've <sighs> awakened from this haze and see what were three leather studs and one gin is now two leather studs and two gems. What the hell was that? She just kind of... I get yeah, She yanks the dagger out. It's a shaking hand. I get up with my axe and I'm like, like I have it brandished in front of me. And like she, and she didn't, she didn't know she did this, right? No. Okay. So she, she's looking with shaking hands, holding, Don't. and then she just kind of drops what she's doing. Upon, upon seeing you drop it, I, I let my guard down a little bit. And she's just, she, she's just petrified at this point. Well, no, I've never seen this side of you. You weren't supposed to see that. I had him under control. Why did you do that? I don't know why I did that. Were you? What's with the book and the not, what? And this is where we cut back to the other side of the field. That's a ten and a sixteen to you, Shepard. Neither, neither. And that's a natural one to awesome. it. Literally did the rock and then landed on the one. Perfect. So no strikes ring true from this guy as sort of the shock from seeing his. Uh, his boss sort of taken down so brutally uh, as he, you guys start to overwhelm him. He tries to swing with the scimitar. He tries to go with the dagger, but you guys keep knocking him back, knocking him back as you're now pushing him essentially with by step by step, pushing him back into the tree line of sorts. Okay. Next up is Dimitri. That's fire. That's so cool. <laughs> if you wish to do anything, I, I, the immediate conflict around you at the very least has ended. Yeah, I think, well, Dimitri, like... He's he just fights, you know what I mean? Like he fights and just he fights. So like, he fights, man. I would say that like he fights, man. Like being right next to them, he probably noticed that happened, but does not care. And he's probably <laughs> how that's Dimitri, bro. That's Dimitri. That's Dimitri is like the most neutral guy. Yeah, <laughs> sees Valnora kill a man in cold blood. In cold nah, it's fine. And and yeah. feel Literally. nothing, nothing so, from that. He he he's probably not gonna care. Like no, he he doesn't care that that happened. He's just like he's like actually he's probably gonna look over for the first time ever. He's he's gonna go back to like how he spoke originally the very first time and he's gonna be like he's just gonna look over and be like oh and then <laughs> i forgot about the dark days are Dimitri. you kidding me and then immediately turn around like turn his gaze and book it like he's gonna sprint over to where they're at because they're what like they're across are they still 40 feet away from us 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, instead of sprinting, I'm gonna fly there because that's the only way I'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm gonna like fly over and kind of like I guess I'll just whip out my hand axe and just hit him like on the the moment. You're sitting <laughs> Damien. No, no, like <laughs> no, the moment that like you guys like turn and like whenever you guys turn like whatever the moment that he gets in into my path, I'm gonna hit him with my axe, my hand axe. Okay. Uh. Or try to at least. Yep. Make an attack roll for me. Sweet. It's a 10. 10 does not hit. You do the classic Mr. Game and Watch and smash of the slamming something, (laughs) slamming the hammer down. As you try to slam down, he ducks and dives out of the way. He sees that you guys are trying to edge him towards the backs at the tree line where you got him trapped in a corner, and he rolls out of the way as you guys both have to back up in order to try to avoid this strike. Can I get an athletics check on that? (laughs) Or acrobatics check on that? Let's just see how cool it is. It's just that good. <laughs> he nat twenties on acrobatics. Uh, no, it, it's a ten. So it, it's a me- it's, it's mediocre it's functional. The mime is looking <laughs> is looking at him judgingly. Lol. He's like sitting there tapping his foot. Like the mime's gonna turn out to be like some deity. But it's gonna be ruidious. Yeah. Yeah. Out of order. I haven't been ready to talk to you at Shepherd. <laughs> Stop giving him ideas. <laughs> Actually, that'd be pretty cool. Keep giving him ideas. <laughs> so, uh, with that, that is Dimitri's turn done. Tobias, yes. your turn is up. Yes. Um, I'm going to continue to have a conversation <laughs> with Vathar. Not more role play. Yeah, role yeah. play? Gonna, Keep it another, quick. Another, six seconds. Another six, six seconds. seconds. Um, so, yeah, I see the book, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, we're going to address this book. And I, So, it seems I'm not the only one with something to hide now. You want to explain the book? The book is a long story. I don't have time to explain right now. Yeah, we've only got six seconds. Our friends are fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, our friends are fighting over there right now. We need to go help them. We'll talk about this later. Agreed? No. We're talking about this later. No, we're not. And I I turn the other way. (laughs) And I'm going to walk towards the... uh, I'm going to run towards the... Actually, I don't know if Tobias would immediately go fight. I think he's going to take... He's going to take another look at the dead lifeless bandit with the knife wound in his skull and just sit i think he's just gonna sit down next to him and take out a bottle and drink oh man okay yeah make an investigation check for me Ooh. that's a, okay that's a three. Oh yeah yeah this this guy he's dead he's, he's dead. Sure is a dead, he's body. dead he's dead that's a dead I, body right there i check his pulse damien you are up all right damien's getting a little annoyed <laughs> I would um, hope so. Fair enough. Uh, same kind of deal as before. Uh, kind of like bob and weave and try to go for a rapier and a dagger strike on the guy. Rapier was a 12. Dagger was a 14. Both miss. Alex? Oh, wait. Are we flanking? I'll say for this campaign, because we're not using maps, flanking mm. is a little bit more of a difficult thing I to be you. like, oh, I'm adjacent with this person, all that kind of stuff. So we won't do flanking, but we will do cleave rules. What is cleave rules? So cleave rules are if you do enough damage to kill something, it bleeds over into the, a creature, uh, an okay, enemy cool, that's cool, next cool. to it. I just want to make just sure so that way I can people. throw more creatures at you guys. That's not like every single everyone's focused on one thing all the time. Gotcha. Well, that's my turn then. You still you're still pressing into them. You're st- you are still holding them strong as you redirect course. Now all three of you, and he is he has 
scimitar in one hand dagger in the other is full on like acrobat trying his hardest to now block the sky left right <laughs> sky right left up down left right all this kind of stuff dance, dance revolution <laughs> uh as you guys continue um shepherd you are up just like all my previous tries one will definitely hit and one will definitely not um you'll get both of them one day buddy i know uh one of them's a 19 one of them's a six um 19 hits uh and well that's without even any modifiers that have been 24 but um does he still have his parry up, or is that just the one time? It's not until the it's end a of reaction. Season. So whenever his turn comes again, he gets his reaction oh, again. Great. But um, I, 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 is it like shield where it carries over until the end? Okay, I just no. want to make sure. He'll take four damage from that. Four damage. All right. I rolled the minimum. Sorry, dear viewer. You and I are struggling right now. What? I said you and I are struggling we right are now. Struggling. Come well, on, guys. I, at least I'm consistently putting out damage. I'm just oh, kidding. I'm oh, kidding. oh, kidding. get him, get him, <laughs> get him. That's one v one, bro. Right now. <laughs> All right. Damien turns to Shepard. As we this move just looking like <clears throat> as we move the camera from one end of this clearing, all this combat, back, forth, up, down, stab. Oh my gosh. Oh, this excitement. We go back to the social corner. Uh as <laughs> Valnora <laughs> and <laughs> Tobias, you guys charge up, correct? Yeah. Oh no, I'm not. Oh, what are you oh no, yeah, I'm you're sitting. Valnora, it is your turn. What do you do? Uh I'm just gonna ignore Tobias and I'm gonna go. I don't know what she what she would do honestly, because she doesn't want to keep talking to him. But she sees that the situation over here is handled. I think she's just gonna walk away. I think she's just gonna grab her book and dagger and just walk away from the situation. Hey, that's fair. That's you fair. You walk away to the edge of the clearing. Do you look in the book? As as you're walking away, I'd like to say something. So you're walking away, and I look up from my bottle. You're gonna need to talk about it at some point. And right now is not the time for that. Hmm. Fair enough. And I take a sip of my drink. And yes, I do look in the book. At the end of your turn, as you walk away, you look in the book. You see, scrawled in the book, there are the words anger with a line slash through. And the word fear. And you see as a slash begins to work through the line of the word fear. Pray tell it doesn't kill me in the end. All right. Next up, we got the captain. Back across, up, down, left, right, one, two, punch. He now has three things to try to hit. He is nice. fighting tooth and But he has nail. disadvantage on anyone but, <laughs> anyone but You sure his name isn't Luffy? <laughs> That's 11 to hit Shepard. Nope. 18 to hit Damien. That does exactly hit. With disadvantage? With yeah. disadvantage. He rolled two. Impressed. 12 to hit Dimitri. Nope. All right, so. I'm afraid of getting hit. <laughs> this time, you see as he once again makes a slash with his scimitar at you, Shepard, to no avail. He throws his dagger up in the air to try to hit Dimitri, complete whiff. And as you, uh, you Damien, look up to make sure you don't get hit by this dagger, he slashes you right across the side of the gut for nine points of damage. Oh. It is now Dimitri's turn. Oh yeah, Tobias. I'm gonna try this again, maybe this time with the right die. Please end this guy. So I'm gonna try. I'm in the sky right now. So you uh, said yes. end the sky. You're in the sky, kind of like flying above, but also having to move with the oh. group as they're moving. And sweet. And the sky in the sky. I want <laughs> to like since I'm flying in the kind of hovering in the sky or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I want to like hover like close to like like not above him, but like kind of like just off center a little bit. 
and I just want to stop flying mm-hmm. and fall. And like when I fall, I want to hack down onto whatever arm is still holding a weapon. Because you said he threw a dagger with one and then went to slash with one. Mm-hmm. Whatever arm has that weapon in it, I want to sl- like hack it and see if I can slash it off. Make an attack roll. Sweet. Does it get any extra for the fall? Or is it just cool? It's flavor. Sweet. It's dope. That's it. Add some seasoning. Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually very not bad. 23. That's very good. Really that hits. Yeah, that yeah. hits. Go ahead and roll damage. I swear if you roll a one on damage, damage. you're going to cry. 14. Ooh. Wow. Not bad. You hack into the sort of clavicle of this guy on his right uh, shoulder. As you do, you feel his arm dislocate kind of from the socket as now he... Oh, wait, uh, four of that was psychic damage, by the way. I need to specify, okay. I think, just in case. Well, he is very much horrified by what is happening to him right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> as you hack into him uh, and you land behind him, he is now fully surrounded. He's got, he had, he grabs his scimitar into his left hand and he's looking around, looking to you, looking to you, looking behind, like just completely surrounded. Now, now completely ravenous, essentially blood gushing from his shoulder, blood gushing from several cuts and punches and things like that. This man is hurt hard. Tobias, you having fun drinking? I am. I am having fun drinking. <laughs> Good. Anything? Pull, pull out like a little sommelier glass. <laughs> <laughs> a snifter. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to try to reason with the, the, the demon entity. Oh. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to try. That's kind of risky right now, my I guy. Know, I this know. This is going to turn into like whole I'm gonna. I'm going to try to. I. He's been. I think in, the, in this moment, he feels like with what with what Shepard was saying about needing some light. Hmm. I th- that's given him a little bit of confidence to try again, because he's very scared of this thing. But I think he he wants to maybe try to not be. All right. So I'm going to try to go, <laughs> go into my mind palace and try mm-hmm. to... See if I can get anything. Just geometry starts going. Yeah, geometry. (laughs) Here's what I want you to do. MC squared. What's your persuasion modifier? My persuasion modifier is (laughs) not good. It's a negative one. Okay. Yeah. Roll a d20 in the tray, but you don't get to see it. I I will see the result, and this will determine how the results happen, but I don't want that to impact your role play. Sure. Fair. Okay. So roll it in the tray. Nobody look. All right. All right. Your, so your modifier is better than mine, though. So is it really? Yes. Okay. You find <laughs> your way back into your mind palace. This decrepit old apartment. This time overturned, but also covered with dust and cobwebs and grayscale, as all get out seemingly. Uh, even more than it was before. I'm in the sunken place. As you go into the sunken place of <laughs> place of sorts, yeah. uh, but your personal sunken place, yeah. not a black void. Right. Uh, as you do, you see in the corner there is a shadow that grows and grows, shapeless and formless. But eye level with you are beating red eyes just in the corner in the darkness. It's been a little while, hasn't it? I haven't really had a lot of courage to try to reason with you. 
but I think if you would have been able to help out in that situation, maybe maybe Valnora wouldn't have been able, wouldn't have been so hurt in that whole instance with the book and the and the the murder wouldn't have happened. And I'm trying to be better. You got anything to say to that? You see, as you were saying this, you didn't help but notice that the shadows from the corner had been slowly growing from all the corners, slowly surrounding you until you're almost in a spotlight of your own. Growing closer. Tobias' heart is racing at this point, but he's trying to... He's trying to, like, maintain his composure, but he's very scared. And closer. Before the eyes leap at you, and you come back to reality. Heart beating. (laughs) Seemingly with no sort of response. You get the sense that whether it's right now or ever, this is not something that can be reasoned with, rather a force of nature that right now has full control over you. Not that way. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) In terms of will conquering will. Right. It has conquered you all of your life. Okay. Increase your thing by four. So now you got to beat a five. The threshold went back down to one after you went crazy. Oh. It's now up to five because of this failed attempt. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's bonkers, mate. And with that, we go to Damien. Back to the fight. Come on, Damien. Back out. to the fight. Come on. Finish so, it up. Finish strong. Damien in particular right now is, is imagining a specific maneuver he used to do with his siblings. Just with the, uh, the, the other people around now. And uh, he's going to try to kind of mimic that with the dagger and rapier again. Okay. Uh, the dagger was i believe an 18 yeah yeah that hits okay so the rapier misses he's doing like a uh like kind of springing off of one leg and spinning going with like the rapier first and it, when it misses when he lands with the dagger though he is going to uh um kind of focus really hard and the blade is going to start to glow like a almost like a sunshine yellow and he's going to pump a divine smite into it uh <sighs> I guess for this it would be a primal smite. We haven't really talked much about that. Primal smite. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Primal smite. Cool. So the total is 11. One of that is piercing and uh, 10 of that is radiant. If so, that matters. Let me paint a picture. Yeah. As Shepard and Damien are giving this guy the old one too, going back and forth, back and forth, falling into a sort of groove of sorts of, even though you guys have not known each other for long there's a sort of natural rhythm to battle that you both are able to keep in tune to and damien as you begin to see this flow see this opening begin that is when dimitri comes flying in and goes back and forth as now you got him surrounded on all sides and you go back to your days in the fey wild training with your brothers training in the courts and doing this one this epic maneuver where one of them like you know, rash, get, gets him from behind while the other one kind of helps each other up to all three strike at the same time. And you sort of see this maneuver naturally flow, and Dimitri, as you join in, you feel this rhythm of the battle as well. 
as all three of you now fluidly move through the space and naturally go into this sort of formation, Damien looks to Shepard expectantly looking for a lift. Does Shepard comply? Oh, he gets it. (laughs) Shepard gives him a lift as Dimitri helps take Damien up even higher. And Damien, what does the final blow look like? The final blow at this point, um, when he's midair, as much as he loves his rapier, he's going to drop it and kind of put his hand behind the hilt of the dagger and just slam it as hard as he can as he comes down. And I imagine if this were a visual medium, there would be flashbacks back and forth of both you as a child doing this maneuver, charging down, uh, oh, and yeah. you as an adult doing the same oh, maneuver so with good. your new family. Like back that. and forth, flash, 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 <laughs> as you strike true into the chest that was already an open wound, already an open chink in the armor. Mm. As you do, there's this bright green flash as you strike down into the ground. You see as already flora and fauna from the blood and gore that he was bleeding is beginning to sprout and glow with a nice Feywild emerald green as the fight is over. I will note Damien as he's like down there at the end though and he kind of like pulls the dagger out his hands are shaking a bit. He's not happy that that happened the way it did. Hmm. When it did. Um, And he's just kind of just wipe off the dagger on his cloak, stow it away, and uh, very gingerly pick up his rapier and stow it away. And then just kind of... All right, all right. Same um, with the boys. Dimitri is, like, going to see that, like, what you did to the guy. Uh-huh. And then, like, without even, like, thinking or, I guess, noticing without noticing that you're, like, reacting that way to yourself, uh, Dimitri's just going to be like, oh, that was awesome, dude. And then he's going to realize that he just, like, did Let that in front again. of everyone. And so he's going to be like, like go straight stone cold face <laughs> and then just pretend like that didn't happen yeah. and immediately walk back to the group. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I'd be like, uh, probably like extend my arm down to help pull you up off the body. Uh, he, I, I won't look at you quite yet, but I'll, I'll take the hand and uh, definitely take the assistance. <clears throat> Excellent. And uh, I'm just kind of looking down at the guy with like all the bruises and cuts and like, I was we put out a lot of damage right there, so he's he's probably just like feeling like confidence in himself, but also like respect for you and like like just it's more solidifying this kind of relationship that they've been building. He's yeah, just, he won't say anything per se, but he's just like like it's unspoken. But I feel like we yeah. both get it. Yeah. Yes. Actually, instead of walking back to the group, can I go investigate the dead body of the guy that had the arm gone with me? Absolutely, absolutely. Is there any other investigations that anybody's doing? That lightning javelin. That lightning yeah. javelin? You go and you grab that lightning javelin. Uh, if you guys wish to roll an investigation on that guy's body. Uh, I'll, I'll, while he's grabbing the javelin, I'll check out the guy's body. Um, I, I I never heard about the bounty thing, did I? We're, no. We were in range. We okay, then, yeah. Time. I'll just check the guy out. All right. Dimitri? Uh, I rolled a 21, but I I specifically wanted to investigate his gauntlet, like maybe take it off. You see that it feels almost like a uh, crappily manufactured copy of sorts. Uh, Like a knockoff? Yes, kind of like a knockoff of yours, if you will. And as you inspect it, you look and see that actually in the gauntlet itself, there is a symbol sort of burned into the leather. Kind of looks like this, and for our audience members at home, 
It is an I with two sort of lines next to it. The letter I, not the... The letter I. Yeah. A lowercase I with two sort of pillars right next to it. Is Have I seen the symbol before? Do I know? Make a... Oh, ooh, what check would this be? History check. Dude, this is the third 18 in a row that I have rolled with this dice. It's a good dice. Mm-hmm. Weighted. 19. It's weighted. 19. You would know where this is. Our this symbol is from. Uh, I need everybody else to cover their ears. Ooh. Everybody else to cover their ears. All right, you guys are good. <laughs> is this how it feels to be deaf? I don't know. Probably. It's so, it's so weird. I don't like it. All right, so there's that. I am just gonna take it with me. And like constantly, like if there's nothing that we're doing, like if, like as far as like if we're just walking or if we're chilling or if we're you know whatever, if, if we're not doing anything other than that, then I'm just gonna like be constantly working on it, like trying to fix it to okay, make yeah, it absolutely. That'll be what you do in the yeah. future is figuring not out not things off. like that. And it's still monsoon weather happening right now. No, it's lightened up a little okay. bit in terms of. The round is slick and everything mm. muddy, but there was, you guys managed to find a nice bit of canopy that's at the very least lighter with a little okay. bit of high ground. As we go over to the other investigation over here, Damien. I rolled a 17 total. 17 total. As you investigate, because you didn't roll a three. <laughs> I, I imagine that Tobias is also like very close to drinking by the body still, yeah. hmm. but he just came out of the thing oh yeah, yeah absolutely, so he's, absolutely. He's, he's, a little, he's not really relaxed he's mm-hmm. a little shaken well this is for the captain not the uh, the big boss it's oh. one that we're by not the big boss oh, yes this okay. is across never the mind then. so as you inspect it you manage to find that while one half of him is fully gore and everything like that the other half is actually pretty pristine you know okay oh, uh except for <laughs> some bruising some slight cuts as you find there are some papers in within his coat yeah, I'll, I'll take him out and go, uh, hey, Shepard, can, can, can you come here, please? Of course. How can and, I help? And I'll uh, just, like, where he can see, kind of unfurl the papers so that we can both give it a look. Yeah. So, you unfold this paper as there's a sort of break in the tree line, a little bit of the moonlight uh, breaking through as you see Wanted with a very detailed sketch of the face of Valnora. 5,000 gold. Wanted. Dead or alive. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's it's such a joy to have you guys here, and uh, we hope you know how thankful we are for you listening. Um... As always, you know, try to follow us on uh, Twitter and TikTok for any updates or fun content, uh, great memes, uh, great videos uh, we work pretty hard on. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, feel free to go on the website as well. And all these domains, our name is Systems Wild, um, the same way it's spelled, however you find uh, our podcast. Um, and real quick, we're going to go around the table, see if anyone has anything to plug. I'll go last. Uh, yeah, the past few times I've plugged a few friends of mine, specifically your VTubers because I love them. Uh, so this, this week, I, you know, I've, I've done V so far. I've done Mitsu. I've done Jax. So now my, my friend Mizuki Thea 
on uh, Twitch. She's an excellent artist. Been doing it for a while. I think since like 2015, she said. She's, she's done it for a while. She's a really, really fun person. French-Canadian. Good people. You know, Quebec, but nah. <laughs> but uh, her Twitch is twitch.tv slash M-I-Z-U-K-I-T-H-I-A. Give her a little little check out. Gavin's good. Maxwell, you got anything? Yeah, I'm going to continue to plug my um, my friend from work and her Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash bossy TV uh, for like gameplay footage for uh, specifically like a lot of BRs. I think she's been getting into Apex recently. So anyone interested in watching some very funny Apex Legends streams, go check her stream out. Twitch.tv slash bossy TV. Thank you. And Tori? Uh, I've, I've, uh, um, <laughs> uh, I've plugged him before, but he just changed his name recently on, uh, Twitch. Um, uh, his, uh, it's, uh, his name's the, the mob killer, uh, the underscore mob underscore killer, because he's complicated like that. Uh, he's, uh, on Twitch. He's really funny. He's Australian. I think you'd like him. Uh, just go check him out. He's a small streamer and he's trying his best. So go check him out. Twitch.tv. Dot the mob killer. You 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 know how to find him. Excellent, thank you. And Alex, are you ready? I would just like to once again plug specifically the Systems Wild Twitter. You can find us at Systems Wild S Y S T E M S W I L D at Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Uh, specifically because as we go further and further into this caravan. I, as the DM, want to get your suggestions as a listener. What are some things that they could come across along this wonderful caravan? We've been rolling D12 so far, but let's see if we can get that up to D20, D50, D100. There are so many different wonderful ideas that everyone has that I would love to involve you in uh, as a creator and be able to make this world not just something that we are playing in, but something that you as listeners feel a bit of ownership about, not just in the D&D world, but in all of the systems we play. So if there's any anything that you have, any suggestions of maybe systems to play, maybe, you know, they, Alex, make release the uncut episodes because we love to hear all this wonderful talking, all four and a half hours of it. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's specific items or homebrew or whatever. I want to hear what you have to say and we'll be able to give your guys, you guys your own spotlight you deserve as well. Excellent. And Beautiful. also... Uh, and then, uh, last but certainly not least, uh, I'd like to thank Walmart for being a consistent provider of groceries, mm-hmm. and I'd like to thank <laughs> Clover Valley Purified Drinking Water, mm-hmm. and also Pretzel M Ms and Maxwell for bringing them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's and it. I'd like to thank everyone for stealing all of my snacks. <laughs> Look, we offered. asked. Okay, and I'd you like broke to the not bowl. Thank you for, for breaking, breaking the bowl. bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nearly killing me in the cave. Thanks for that. There is one thing I would love to plug Anytime. a little bit more yeah. personally. There's one thing I would love to plug a little bit more personally. Uh, a character in this was very heavily inspired by a very devoted mentor of mine by the mm. name of Ron Anderson. Uh, he taught me, Will, Jamie. Did you guys do Springer? No. no. Not Springer Academy. Uh, he taught Will, Jamie, and I uh, from a very young age about theater and creating art and everything. And this mime character was just my little way of, of adding some Ron. Incorporating uh, him. Into adding him. some Ron back into the, 
back into our world. We all need a little Ron Strong. We all need a little Ron Strong. Unfortunately, he had he did pass away several years ago, but he lives on in all of the wonderful memories that he helped make for all of us. So Absolutely. that's kind of where I want to leave this episode at. Thank you all so much for listening and everything. Mm. And catch you on the flip. Catch yeah. you on the flip. Good night. Catch you on the flip. Good night. Night. Catch you on the flip. <laughs>